Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Say hello, Dennis. I'm live. First hello, time. Dennis. I'm live. This is the first time. The chips always ever been live. We got a, uh, we got <laughs> a first people love it when you do it. We well, some when, people want you to do meat fish, but a lot of people love the sailfish. How do I get off? Do how do I how do I go? You dead? don't just hit the X. I leave it there. Oh, just leave it on. I'll leave yeah. it on. Okay. Yeah. Tagging some people. Yeah, you want to hold go for it. it? You can hold that. Hold that one. I'm tagging Perfect. Hi, right, right. gentlemen. Carlene oh. and Angie. Oh, we're live. All right, we're got live. Got Chippy. We're, got Dennis. Got Arthur. Hey. So we and are me? live, <laughs> and me, right? Brand new hat. Today's a podcast. Oh yeah, right. We got the new With surreal Jeff. hats. We're here. They look really good. Skip, sweet, and Art, right? We got Ron over there. With Angela and Carlene. Justin's here in the house. What's up? And uh, this is our uh, tournament talk episode, um, our most popular show that we do here at Connected by Water, and we are kicking it live. Right now, did I really just say kicking it live? You did. Yeah, you brother. said kicking it. it. You're kicking it? I'm kicking it. I'm kicking, right. kicking it live. That's, that's your, that's your 90s so, roots. You can't help it. it. <laughs> so we're live. All right. So um, today is uh, our tournament talk episode, um, and we're stoked to have you here again. Yeah. Um, and our lovely ladies over there at the Pilar Bar um, here serving it up right. And uh, today is a special episode, um, not only because we got our buddies in the house, but also because we want to do a little bit of a, uh, an honor. And, um, I guess man, I'm having a tough time transitioning into this one, but, um, it's a hard one. It's the first one for me. <sighs> we all lost a good buddy, um, this past week. And it's kind of tough to get the words out right now, but, um, Oh, poor Patrick Price is no longer with us, and we're going to do this great episode. Price. Yeah, oh, uh, the great Patrick Price. You're right, and, and we're going to do this episode here, absolutely, um, in his honor. Um, you know, Pat, as many of you know, was was a staple in the South Florida com- fishing community, 
Um, and this is a tournament talk episode. And he also was a staple on a tournament scene. And you fished with him yes. um, on the Real Synergy for tournaments. So um, it's only fitting that you're here with us today, Chip. Thank you. Um, and I wanted to, uh, we're going to say a lot of nice things about Pat throughout the episode. Um, it's easy. As well, it's very easy to do. Um, and we're going to, we're going to do a lot, a lot of good things on that, on that level. So, but I want to, um, if we could get a few shots going, uh, for him and, uh, we are going to, we're going to do a shot of, uh, the Sherry cask and, and Pat's honor today. Um, so if we could get, uh, some cups over here and some shots here and, then uh, we're, we're going to do one in his honor. So if we got four cups here, Okay. And I know that um that talent. Very good. If, skills. if Pat were still with us, I'm sure he'd want to just uh say, Hey guys, have a good time and we're gonna do it Irish Wake style for him Pat. today. Right? Um so I do need um a bottle of sherry cask though to pour. Thank you. And we are gonna we are nothing but the finest here um of the sherry cask, right? And I'm going to try to keep it light because we're going to be yeah. drinking all episode here. We don't want to get too, 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 too. Sorry, gentlemen. I out of control. It's fine. No, you're good. All of you guys. Yeah, one more for Pat. Yeah, man. One more for Pat. Yeah. All right. There Pat, we go. How come Pat's was a little heavier? Yes. Here you go. All right. So, ladies and gentlemen, um, I'd like to say that... Um, this episode of uh, Connected by Water, presented by Joey Carty, Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram, and uh, Fueled by Papa's Pilar, is being dedicated in the honor of the great and late uh, Patrick Price. Captain Thank Patrick. you, sir. Jets. Captain Pat. <sighs> Bottoms up. So, here we are, and I'm going to D-Live this. Um, and if uh, you guys want to go ahead and message us with any questions yep. um, for the great captains here that I have at the table, um, more fishing knowledge here than most of us will, uh, or the more you guys are forgotten, more than most will ever know. That's how the saying goes, right? I've definitely forgotten plenty. Yeah. <laughs> so, all right, I'm going to sign off here and we're going to get this episode rolling. Um, so connected by water out. We will see you guys soon. All right. Send all questions. Right. <laughs> I really just want to put, I hope can people can kind of put politics aside and look at this from the human level. Yeah. And you know, just for once, please. Yeah. Um, you know, and I think it's pretty, pretty clear what my politics are. You know, if anyone's watched the show or anyone that knows me, you know, so I'm just saying, just put all that shit aside. Yeah. Right. And, you know, there, there are families out there that are hurting and it affects different people in different ways, obviously. And, and we don't know why. Mm -hmm. Right. And science doesn't know why yet, yeah. why some people get it harder than others. And it's a tough thing. All right. So I just want to say, um, you know, you can feel how you want about your rights and your freedoms. And I respect that completely. One hundred percent. But think about your friends and think about your family and, you know, spreading it, be damned, whatever. You just think about your little bubble and your little circle and the people that you care about in your world and do the right thing, please. Yeah. That's, that's all I got to say. Right. I'm, I'm, I'm just whatever gonna, that is. I'm just going to try to inspire that. You know what I mean? Whatever that is, you know, just make sure make sure you're being responsible, please. Um, not that he wasn't, not that anybody isn't that that did get affected by it. Um, but it, I'm I'm, I'm going to fumble over my words a little bit on this one. 
because I'm going to try to stay a little neutral on on some of the issues and stuff like that. And I'm not trying to put my influence over anyone else's. I would never do that. Um, But, you know, the reality is, is is it's a real thing that people are dealing with. It's an age old saying they're the the good, you know, the good die young. And I'm sitting there trying to respond to all these messages. and, And Pat was so much more than the good. I mean, he was truly a need was presented within his community and the guy dove into it head first immediately the hurricane stuff the, the yeah. shark thing whatever yeah. it's that kind of energy is going to be sorely missed in our community and we've got a, a million phenomenal human beings in our community the fishing community really the world over but especially here in south florida and pat was right at the top of them. he was leading the charge no doubt always whatever the yeah. whatever the need was he was yeah. able to do it and that's yeah. that's hard to find you know and we can speak firsthand to that um you know, you know, we were on that text message and it's, it was always kind of Pat's word when people would say things. And, but when Pat came in and chimed in, that was the word. Yeah. That was kind of when, when he, when he spoke, people were like, okay, that's what Pat said. The coolest thing about Pat is the words that he used. Yeah. That, that was the coolest thing in the world. That man yeah. used words He's and so put smart. sentences together that yeah. I was just like, my mind and I fished them. I was blown away. I'm like, yeah. I feel like I'm in kindergarten class, and you just got your graduate degree. And yeah, we've been fishing for the same amount of freaking time here. Yeah. Yeah. He's a linguist, no yeah. doubt. No yeah, he would. But even you know, on, on our on our text thing, it says shark stuff, mm-hmm. and whenever Pat would chime in, that was direction that we went. You know, right there. Yeah. And uh, what a diverse group there too. That he put together. Yeah, it's, like, a, it's a really that good text yeah. string together there. I feel honored to be part of it. So yeah. It keeps you up to speed, too. Yeah. Um, so, listen, Chip, we're here today. I didn't really announce you. Uh, Captain Artsap, Captain Skiptana, Chip Sheehan. We got Carlene behind the bar. We got Angela here. Um, thank you very much for being here, guys. Um, you know, Chip, one of the biggest reasons that we wanted to bring you in the room today was that you've spent a lot of time with Pat yeah. and a lot of tournament time with Pat. Yeah. So, and a lot of tournament um, time period. Yeah. A lot, a lot, exactly. <laughs> a lot of tournament time. We, we talked in the past about, Hey, we got to bring you in on the next tournament talk. Yeah. You know what I mean? But it's just kind of made even more sense this time around. Yeah. So, um, can you share with us a little bit of little bit of tournament Pat things? Absolutely. Um, one thing that, that, that will blow your mind and, I've, if you talk to any of my mates and you talk to anybody like, you know, you fish with somebody like, like Pat brought me on to the real synergy and, and, you know, I was intimidated, but we had been friends for, and when I tell you close friends, we were close friends. I was a man that I talked to, if not every day, at least every other day for years. And, uh, and that's how the networking community is when you just get dialed in with somebody and you just, you feel like you can just, it just flows, it just flows. And that's how it was with me and Pat. But then when we fished together, I was a little intimidated. Maybe he was intimidated. We didn't know what to expect. And, uh, the one thing art that I can tell you and skip that was the most amazing thing. He was just kind of filtering into live baiting. Mm Mm-hmm. You know, he, yeah, can he do it 100%? We all can, you know, the, yep. but you know how good of a troller the guy was. He was the best in the world. But when it came to live baiting, the talent that he had, I don't think was ever even acknowledged. He uh, he would be up in the tower on rainy days with his sunglasses on and it overcast and see cutters and and see things and see bites that, that uh, 
No, I mean, I fished with Neil Orange. I fished with Ray Rocher. I never fished with Louie. I fished with a lot of Tim Matta. I fished, you know, a lot of good. He's seen things that I, I, I was like double questioning and, uh, he was, he was, he was talented. I, I would have loved to have seen where he would have went live baiting down the road. And I think about that and, you know, and I've thought about it the last couple of days and, uh, but you know, he was, uh, he was very, very good. He was very disciplined. He, there was never, ever, you're never going to get caught with your pants down fishing with Pat Bryce. Everything was always, which is pretty much with, with anybody at our caliber today. But, uh, he was an amazing guy. And, Again. uh, the great die young. Yeah. It you was know, unbelievable. Everywhere through his life. I mean, to, to hear about how great a father he was. And, yeah. and I've never spoken with his wife or whatever, but every message you read, it, it's great husband, great father, great fisherman. He was just great at life. Yeah. And yeah. Took it away too soon. Yeah. Uh, I think Chippy brushed on it pretty good that, you know, the the network, it, it kind of started with Pat up north and it filtered down. And like, we'll talk to somebody. Hey, did you talk to Pat today? Like, yeah, he said uh, yep. they had seven yeah. bites at the 04 and 90. And he knew. And oh, it, yeah. And it just kind of filtered down. But Basically, it, Pelican Flat South. He understood he fish. He understood yep. how the body of fish were moving so much. Yep. He understood, you know, like a lot of captains can just go out there and get bites. They don't understand, like, what's going on with the body of fish, what's going on with the current, what's going on, why they're doing this, why they're moving here, why they're inshore, why the what's going on with the water, and what's going to make the fish move. Pat was a he professional did. at that. He oh, yeah. was a pro at that. Like leading That's into how you make the uh, second day better yeah. than the first. Yeah. Day. Exactly. Like um, two years ago in the Derby, I'm like, "Hey, what did you see today?" Because I fished the ledge. And he was like, "Yeah, we fished up here, and, and we had some bites here, but tomorrow I think they're going to be over here." And yeah, I started the ledge, and sure enough, the fish were biting where Pat there. thought they were going to yeah. be. <laughs> so we made her move up there and caught a pile of fish and, and did our thing. But you know, aside from the fishing thing, you know. I only knew Pat for about three years, maybe four. And, um, you know, all of our conversations started about fishing. Then we started talking about each other's kids and all that other stuff. And his son really was getting into cooking. Like, he's like, oh, Zane's cooking something crazy tonight. I'm like, well, my kids love to cook, you know? And we 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 would talk about all the crazy stuff they're cooking. And, yeah, it tastes like shit, but I still ate it or, you know, kind of, that kind <laughs> yeah. of thing, you know? Yeah. And uh, it, was, it was just, it was cool, you know? Because we can only fish so much, but... There's so much more outside of fishing. Yeah, you, you, you alluded to the to, to this before uh, we we started getting things rolling when you first walked in about the connected by water aspect of it, and I hesitated really to say that in my post yesterday because I don't want to I don't want to put a brand on what I was saying at all. Um, but I really want to I do want to say one thing about it. Right, um, the way if you look at the the shark depredation initiative that he started propelling right and the way he put that together and the group that he assembled during the process right and how it all kind of came together right and how we all kind of came together on it and if you look at how that affected lives beyond just the shark thing right we all connected in that situation right and this is what the show. This, yeah, well, this is what the show is about. It though. was for that was for like a common cause, and we're all shooting for the same thing. Yeah, no matter where these people were in their life, whether you're an artist or this guy that you know, and we all were coming together for that that yeah. main cause. You know. Yeah, absolutely. And it, the only reason I want to bring that up is because I know Pat and I had a conversation about it once before, and he's like, "Man, I really love that connect by water." Blah, blah. I'm like, "Listen, 
it's not just a name. It really does. Like mm-hmm. this is got why meaning. it means so much to me, right? It, that the that the company is named this, the show is named this. So it's really to me, it is that mindset of because now we really feel that that Pat's gone, and it's just like, man, that's that's a kid. I want to say it's a connected by water moment, but it's like it. It's that it is, emotion dude. behind it of what it means to a community. It, it's not just about fishing. It goes chill? beyond it. Like we always say, it's like the culture behind what we're about, like the family behind what we're about, like that network, the people, that's what it is, you know? And it, like I said, I'm not saying that for branding aspects. I'm just saying more for human aspects of it, you know? And, and it really, really, really means um, a lot that, we're all able to share that together. Bond. Yeah. It's a bond. There's no doubt. This is one of the tightest communities that I've ever been involved in. I've been involved in a ton of athletics and, and always called it a brotherhood, you know, mm-hmm. that the, between the football and the baseball, mm-hmm. whatever all, but it was never more than 30 people. The fishing community in South Florida is a million people. And I bet 10% of that, I feel a damn tight bond with mm-hmm. only because those are the 10% that I've, come in contact with you know you it's it goes way beyond that yeah and and the same thing with me with pat it's been four years yep pat's a dear friend for the last four years and uh, tournaments whatever we had a stellar sailfish season last year i can put a good portion of that on talking theory with pat price yep yeah without fishing in his backyard a lot for 100 percent the smartest fisherman that I ever met, as far as yeah. like thought, pro- I'm not, yeah. I haven't met a smarter. He fisherman. was a thinker. Yeah. He, oh, yeah. he was In a freaking thinker. Yeah. Like he and never, like, ever, ever, ever could imagine. Almost kind of outside the box stuff too. Is like oh, yeah. he would tell you what he thought. And I'm like, really? I'm like, yeah, you know. It, it was it was cool to listen to some of the stuff he thought. And Unbelievable. Theories. A big part of what this stuff is supposed to be is you know throwing these thoughts off of each other and then and then the conversations that are created post this podcast that I get to have in the streets. Well, yep. I was having that on a regular basis last year with Pat and the benefits from it were very evident mm-hmm. and no doubt about it. He, he improved how, how we did. And I know he was talking to everybody else, yeah. but clearly whatever it was that we were vibing on and, and, and discussing worked really well for me. And, and beyond the fact that he's a phenomenal dude, sorely missed. I, I'm gonna miss that a bunch about it too. I'm, I'm gonna miss those poor Lucy reports for sure. <laughs> Who finds the herrings? That's the question. Like exactly. Yeah. Pat found Pat found the bait every year for I don't even know how many years. I can't. I mean, last dude, he at could, least for me, anyways, because these guys, I mean, they've only known for three or four years. For the last twelve years, if I mean, anybody here from Pat? I mean, I'm calling Pat. You find the herring, Pat. You find the herring, Pat. You find there. And a lot of times they didn't show up up there. Like they started to in the last few years. It's shown up more, but but if anybody's going to find the, the herring and find the bait up there, it's going to be Pat Price every single dude, year. He had bait 99% of the yeah. time on yep. his charters and couldn't pin bait. He had to catch him that morning. Yes. Oh, always. In always. Yeah. Lucy, in the, yeah. That's just amazing. That, yeah. that alone is yeah. a talent that is mind-boggling. And not spend a lot of time doing it. Yeah. And then he'd go out in the morning and he'd catch, he'd catch four or five dozen goggle eyes on the sand pile. Yeah. In the daylight. In the daylight. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> He's like, oh, it's no big deal. If you want to get some goggle eyes, just come up here like around nine. You can just, you it's know. That's all you want. I'm like, what? <laughs> 
crazy. And but, like and like you said, he I, he was just scratching the surface on the live bait side of things. Oh, yeah, all he, all he that's really what I'm telling troll, you. I, I mean, it was so funny. What was it? Two years ago, the first real live bait tournament he fished was the uh, the dust moth blowing that, 90. that nasty yeah. shit weather. Yeah, yeah. I remember he called me after. He's like, um. Is it always like this, live bait fishing? <laughs> I'm like, no, 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 it's not always like this. He's like, because it is, I'm out, dude. <laughs> yeah. He was yeah. busting my balls. I, I didn't even try to get a kite up in that mess. And, and yeah, I got a kite up. You yeah. don't even got a kite up. Yeah. Good on you. I ain't doing it. Uh, that was a mess. That was blowing. So oh. One of the big things um, that I want to bring up about what Pat uh, championed was shark depredation. Yep. Right Now, that was a, uh, that was a big mountain. Um, that we're still climbing, right? Um, that we were getting legislation involved and we were getting local officials involved. We were getting groups like the CCA and the Billfish Foundation involved and we were making some headway. Now the laws got put up against us, which didn't help out. Um, and then there was a lot of people on the government side of things that weren't really favorable to what we were trying to trying to pursue and trying to do but Pat was there every step of the way, pushing and pushing and pushing and calling and writing emails and trying to get letters signed and trying to get um, all these things in motion. And it really was him doing it. It wasn't. 100%. Oh, yeah, yep. take this or take that. You know, we talked about making videos and we talked about, you know, doing all these other yeah, we, projects we were in that too, big to group try to chat, promote it. But yeah. Pat was the spearhead that was pushing and yeah. getting that stuff done and yeah. talking to people and sending letters and, yeah. and getting the videos and doing all that stuff. So it, I, it, I got a text from a lady on the council up there that go ahead. they're having a, a text asking about Pat and will he be commenting? At, really? For the, well, they get a federal level people. They don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Because they're, the feds are finally taking a look at the shark depredation issue. Are they? Yep. Wow. Yep. I just got goosebumps. Yeah. Yep. So. Yeah, if, if anyone watches this show or listens to this show, it's I coming mean, up in September. At they got to know, yeah, yeah, that we, we beat the damn topic to death on this on this show. Yeah. But yeah, yep. So the feds are taking public comment on shark depredation issues, and it's trending in the right direction. The problem is, it just takes so long for them to do anything. The, the I mean, the, the it's so it, it's so bad in the Keys and all the way through Dry Tortugas right now that I don't. I don't see it as winning battle right now. It was so bad when we did our Tortugas trip. Yep. Once you got within about 10 miles of Key West, you could not catch a fish. Yep. It was Boy. impossible. It's it's moving west of there fast, too. Impossible. Giant sandbars. Yep. All sandbars. Yeah. The, the one species that we they're can't so, touch. They're so yeah. fast. A 400-year moratorium or something like that? 70. 70 20, Yeah. Yeah. Whatever it is. It's way too long. Yeah. 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 The um, I, I, I would venture to say... That um, if something does, you say you're not hopeful if something happens, but if something does, right? The Pat Price Law. Exactly. Yes, that'd Took be awesome. Took the words right out of my mouth. That would be cool Pat's as law. can be. Yep. Be so, nice. Yeah, well, it'll, it'll be, be that nice. for us no matter what. To go yeah. along with the Pat Price uh, Memorial Kill Shark Tournament. <laughs> right. <laughs> if they'd let us kill the ones, I mean, whatever, the bull sharks. We had a thing going today on the, yeah. on the uh, sportsman for... Marine balance thing today about that. Oh, did you? Did I wasn't on about. I was talking about, to yeah, Scott Fawcett the other day, or yesterday, and uh, he was talking about them naming a reef after Pat. They're yeah, doing it's some awesome. Reef up there in Stewart. Well, they can't Artificial do enough structure. They can't yeah. do enough. Yeah. That's for sure. No doubt. Yeah, hey, a guy that touched so many. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe maybe rename the sand pile. <laughs> yeah. Right. Dude, yeah, I've been fishing that thing. That's where all my family's from up there in Vero Beach, and 
Forever? Was, yeah, I was four years old sitting on that sand pile. We didn't, it, that thing's been there forever. Mm-hmm. That little structure and whatever, catching bait when I was a little kid on that thing. First goggle I ever caught on that thing in the daylight. What the hell is this thing? Never seen Why it. Why do they before. need to call it the bull shark barge? Let's just name it the price barge. Right? Yeah. I don't like Absolutely. the name. Like a, there's not that many bull sharks there. It's more Jewfish than anything else. That's, that's the yeah. next thing. That's the next thing to spearfish. Yeah, that's spearhead, the next you know? disaster. They're working We're on battling. that. They're working on that. All right. So, um, we're going to talk about some tournaments. Let's talk about some tournaments. All right. Um, you know, I, I, I wanted to kind of segue into that if we can, um, you know, because here we are, um, we're in the dog days, right. right? So we are in between the meat and the sales. Yep. Right. So, and you know, we might get a few Wahoo things and sorty things going on around this time, but we're all Mahi fishing's been okay. Nothing than hitting offshore, huh? Yeah, a little bit. Like like little the bit. eight to twelve pounder averages, or I heard well, we caught a good been... one there the other day. Chip caught a good one the yeah. other day. We had a thirty-eight pounder and a twenty, and had a couple other twenty. We actually blew marlin fishing, and got jumped by some good fish, and had a couple other twenties that were tearing on the teasers, and mm-hmm. never got a bait to them. We we're a little overwhelmed, but. So there's some good fish around. All right. Nice. Nice. Yeah, well, sure. you know, we're all thinking about sailfish right now, right? Or at least, at least we're starting to, right? You know, I know we are here at the studio because that's yep. our busy season. Yep. And uh, I'm trying to tell people, no matter how much I tell them, I got to throw my hat in the ring on this right here real quick. No matter how much I say it to them, blue in the face, I'm like, guys, please get your sailfish season orders in now. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Because you, everyone always waits till the sales start biting and say, hey, I need shirts for sailfish season. I'm like, <laughs> you should have told me that in September, please. Yep. Surreal so is ahead of the curve. I guess yes, they are. are. Surreal is ahead of the curve. Native Sun's ahead of the curve. We're coming. Right. We're yeah. coming. We're coming right now. Don't um, worry. So anyway, so sailfish season. So meat, do you want to recap it? Yeah, well, we got we got August. We haven't talked about August yet. Talk about August. And and where, where did we end? Uh, what, what did we talk about last? The, uh, what's we the middle talk, tournament? Showdown? Well, no. The, yeah, the, no, the, the, show, the shootout. Yeah, it's the second okay. event there. We talked about that one, and we talked about my debacle in the Bahamas where I sucked Horrible. That's right. <laughs> Which I thought was. But we didn't make money at the end. That was one of your more impressive episodes, my friend. But the humility a, was impressive. It's a learning experience. That's yep, it. No doubt. No doubt. But that's we it. did catch a big one at the end there and, and did all right. So well, that's what we say on the show. Your ego is not your amigo, right? And you you prove that wholeheartedly. Other ghosts do something else. Yeah. Yeah, that guy. <laughs> what? <laughs> you hear saying. My saying? Never run. Yeah. Your right. amigo. You, yeah, your ego is not your amigo. And then let your guy do the rest. Always try your best, and at the end, just like God, do the rest. Yeah, that's your guy. Yeah, that's my guy. I like it. <laughs> so, yeah, so um, recap it. Well, at least two of us got to fish the final tournament there. Yeah. Right? Yep, we got pushed back by a hurricane a, a week, and I don't know which way it swings it. I think the fishing would have been better that little bit earlier before the moon. It was it was tricky there on the moon. There were some quality fish up yeah. there, but whatever. Weather is what it is, and I think, I think Jamie made a good decision there especially in the summer events there where you're dealing with a lot more small boats. And- 100%. 100%. 1,000%. Yep. It was the right call. Yeah. Yep. No, Jamie. Yep. We were in the right cone on, on what? Wednesday, you Thursday? Can't you that. can't do that. You can't no. do that. Yep. No. Yep. How Should was your sister's both? tournament? It was good. We'll get to that. Oh, yeah. What, what tournament is your sister's tournament? The Ohana? The Ohana. The Ohana yeah. Salty Classic. But so yeah. We'll get to that. Yeah. We'll talk about All right. We'll get to that. All right. Do I get to go first or you want to go, go first? Go ahead. Keep going. You do All better right. than me. <laughs> <laughs> I got, I, we got lucky in that one a little bit. But So I was fortunate we got to come back and fish the, the last two events, right, in the August event. Uh, I we were, we were right dead on the moon. So the, And to be honest with you, 
I don't know what it is. The Wahoos didn't come in on the reef so far like I'm accustomed to, and the water's been kind of prettier, and every, they should have been there. But the odd thing is, so we were fishing on Sunday, and the Friday night I had a swordfish tr- trip booked, nighttime rod and reel trip booked for several months. So steam offshore, we caught some mahis on the way off. They still do that? Yeah, well, I did. First did time I've done it, 15 did years. Did you catch one? Uh, no. <laughs> but, but, but. Damn it, hell, little yeah. <laughs> So we steam Damn offshore, it. catch some mahis. Third buoy rod. I'm done. It's been 15 years. You know, we yeah. did the buoy fishing thing or whatever. Yeah. Did yeah, a bunch yeah, of nighttime yeah. fishing, but rod and reels. Solid. 15 years since I did it. And I'm measuring out. And I'm, it, it's nostalgic. I'm so yeah. fired up and enjoying the shit. And it goes slack. I get the th- yeah, oh, big, big moon, big moon. It's already up. Whatever goes slack. I'm like, fuck, we're tight. Start cranking on that one. Charter starts cranking. Rod warps over. No drag coming off. Oh, whatever. It's a rat. Whatever. We're catching a swordfish. I don't care. It's great. And on this one, back in the day, we used to string these chemical sticks up, you know, light sticks up on the thing, and it, like like a row of them. And when you get bit, and you'd see that thing streaking. It was. Yeah. I just wanted to do it just to see it streaking across the surface. Well, we're getting to it. <laughs> And it, he's, I mean, he's cranking this thing through the guides. There's no getting these things off and staying yeah. tight. So yeah, I yeah, fucking, yeah. I grab it and, and Jimmy swings around 20 pound Wahoo no on the sword. Way. Come on. And another one, a little bit bigger, goes swimming by the motors. Like, ah, ah, that one too. Come on. Yep. Oh yeah. First time ever mono, whatever, heavy mono for yeah. sword fishing, whatever, yeah. but yep. Corner to mouth. Flipping. I know Jimmy didn't catch it. So no, Jimmy didn't catch it. <laughs> <laughs> poor DeMarco. Oh, poor bastard. Fonzo. Fonzo is never going to catch a Wahoo. Never going to. So you probably don't know this. My, my mate, he's, Jimmy. He, yeah, he's got the I hex. know Jimmy. I know more. I know, but you don't know that he has never he's once caught a Wahoo on, on live bait gear. Caught him on the troll, all that stuff. Wait, wait, you caught that big 80-pounder. I caught that one. He, he wasn't didn't. with you? He was with no, he's me. With no, he's, he's never personally. Okay, yeah. I got it. I no, got he's it, been got with it. me for a thousand. Yeah, I know. He's, like, hooked, him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. he's hooked him and handed them yeah, to charter yeah, customers yeah, yeah, yeah. a thousand times. Oh, I know. Okay. But never physically rod and reel caught the fish. So whatever. The but bike. he was there. Yeah. He got the, he's gaffed a ton of them. But I keep telling him his kid's yeah. going to catch one before he does. So, yeah, as it turns out, that very night and, and several other nights, the, the buoy guys have been catching some wahoos out here. Out. No shit. So those same fish, it's all good. We've all fuck shit, damn, all the all the words that. Yeah, we're we're in the clear. Yeah, okay, my bad. Yeah. You're in the, you're in the safe right. space. Yeah. All of Carlin's words. You can say any of Carlin's words. <laughs> Somebody who could never has never been more re- relevant, George Carlin, right? Than today, but anyway. Yeah. So uh, turns out those fish. I think all those fish that tra- traditionally this time of year see on the edge, be it water, be it whatever, because there's certainly plenty of food in there, bonitas and whatnot, whatever are staying offshore for some reason. I mean, maybe you always find them under floaters and stuff, but seeing, I mean, yeah. there's guys who are caught in 50, 60, 80 pounders Water tent, on the buoy gear. It, it is awfully warm. Dude, it's, sure. it's, it's 84 degrees. It's always 84 degrees yeah. surface. But, and it's and you go down a little bit, it's cooler. But anyway, all right, back to the tournament. That's what happened. So I wasn't confident in the Wahoo thing, and, and we'd actually charter fished a bit and hadn't been seeing much over 15, 18 pounders down here. And traditionally, for me, it's... Hillsborough Inlet to the Black Roof, any sun, anywhere in there in the deep, 200, 300. You right. catch some big kings this time of year, mm-hmm. yep. or you're going on up. And and we've won the tournament in both places in August. And I know of other people that have won the tournament in both places. I got beat for the crown one year when I when I went up and Nemo stayed down. Yeah, I remember I was going to say Nemo. I was yep. just going to say Nemo. You got the same memory. That's awesome. Yeah. And then I lost by what's he interesting. He fish this year, too, I think. It, not in August, but he fished early in the tournament. Yeah, yeah I saw him yeah. in one of the captain's yeah. meetings. Yeah. Uh, we lost Bubba. Uh, yeah, Bubba. 
In 2002, we lost by eight-tenths of a pound for the crown. And and I fished south. And uh, at the time, it was um, Chip Hunt was running a boat. I um, can't remember the name of the boat. But they, oh, God. They, they beat Flight me. plan. No, 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 Chip Hunt, not, not, no, not Casey. Not, yeah. oh, this oh, okay. was way back was in 02. It was a contender. He, he was so uh, an I. Kevin Cates. Kevin Cates, yep. Kevin Cates, yep. So they went up and they beat us by eight tenths of a pound. Came back from behind and beat us. So I mean it can happen either way, right? And that eight tenths of a pound comes to a later story here in this this post past August tournament. So decisions to go on up. And in his current format is you have running time. It's there's no bimini starts, so you run and then it's lines in. So I'm making big loop offshore and hunting around. And I wanted to know what was going on down south for a potential comeback in the afternoon. I'm going to try to catch a tuna or a wahoo or whatever somewhere. And there was south tide from Hillsboro all the way up to the Black Building, chopped up nasty. So I took it offshore, all that. But you could still see it running out there in 600. You could see all lumped up in there. And then it, it slicked out there. You could tell the current went north. Current went north, yeah. Yep. Which is not as strangely common. And it did it again today where it's in like 400 foot of water, that, that really pretty blue water. And it kind of angles in and hits it about the martini. And then from your inlet on up, yeah. it's at hard north. And, and we still had north tide down to the south but today. But it was that same little edge that I love to try yeah. to get find and sailfish. That, yeah. It's that, not that part that of that kinda, eddy. Yeah. 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 It's interesting. When he, and it, that, that, that was going on. So interesting peoples. Yeah. yeah. Well, we get all kind yeah. of interesting people in, out here in the know. Yep. Yep. So we, we go ahead and we're, we're making the run on up. Did you and say the no? The no. This is the no. no. I was just calling it the no. <laughs> We're in the no. My bad. Go ahead. Arthur. All good, brother. All good. It's all interesting. So we, we make the move on up. And, and the day before, it was really slow on the ledge. Well, with the boundary, you couldn't go where the guys caught most of the fish up there in Fort Pierce, which I'm not going to Fort Pierce anyway. That's just too damn far. So first drift. And I don't do a lot of phone talking during the course of the day. Skip wasn't fishing. as one of the few people I talk to pretty regularly. With the first drift, we get a couple of bites. We catch a, a 33-pounder and missed a few other bites. And what was interesting is there was five knots of tide, but it was shallow on top, screaming north on top. Everything that got below that probably 20-foot or so line slammed on the brakes and was getting drugged behind you. So a little bit of north wind. Our kites were south of us. Deep baits south of us. Flatline baits, if they stayed up, we're, we're up in the current and we're off to the north of us. And then we do some other stuff that causes some baits to swim. And, they, and then phew, it was just shocking how fast. And the only things we were really getting bites on on that first drift were the baits that we made get down into that current or lack of current or any of the deeper baits that were already down there. And and on a week and a half before, everything was on top up there, and the water temperature was the same. And so I was kind of baffled by it. Uh, didn't really see the boats around us doing much. So I'd heard of some fish up in the Loran Tower the, the day before. So that, and the wind's fading. We steam up the Loran Tower. Baits go out, and the porpoise smoke us down. They eat everything. They're rolling over, eating baits off the kites everywhere. Oh, Jesus Christ, this isn't going to work. So I go out to the deeper ledge off the Loran Tower and a giant. Now, we're not chumming because the sharks are so bad. You can't do it. Giant school speedo swims up and they're just moseying around the boat as we're fishing. Oh, these things ain't worried. 
Yeah. <laughs> Ain't nobody biting. Yep. There's nobody here to work to, to concern them. We caught a couple sails up there, and then the porpoises started rolling around us. And I watched a couple commercial boats not catch anything. <clears throat> and, and by then, I'd had a few texts. Ryan McBride had told me that he'd caught 80 or 90 pounds of kings down there in that same area we had started. So, all right, well, let's go on back. And again, zero wind, kite straight over the boat. I don't slow troll. Hate it. Can't do it. Don't want to do it. That's what you made you do so well. My opinion, yeah. just in my opinion. Well, I will never. It doesn't matter what the condition is. Yeah. I'm not going to do it. Uh, the story's been told. Jason Dean, the one time we tried to do it, no wind, tried to slow troll, caught nothing. Wind came up. I'm the same way, Art. Yeah. I'm with you 150%. It drives me yeah. up a wall. Wind came up. We ended up winning the tournament, and Jason literally in 300 yeah. foot of water throws the, the downriggers over the side. <laughs> I got a story before that because I was I was lighting shit up before that, and Art comes into you because I was slow trolling. Art comes into custom. He's like, you guys got any downriggers in here? And he bought downriggers for that tournament, yeah. and they threw him in the they water. They threw him over. Brand fucking new downriggers. They yeah. threw him in the water. The first time I ever used one was with, with Tim Maddox in, uh, that when they had the gauntlet when they were giving away the Hummer. Uh-huh. And we're, we got them. Like, we had to borrow them from somebody, and we had to figure out how to use them. We didn't even know. It was like a robot-looking thing. Tim's like, do you know how to use them? I have no fucking like, idea how to use them. It was I hate that word, Chris. It's not for me. I just love it. It's an August thing. Put yeah, look at the results. Man. It's it a freaking August thing. That, well, the SK guys, they do it all over the place. Yeah. Well, that said, we smoked the SK tournament yeah. fish back in the day, kite fish. But anyway, they, whatever. If you get a bite on a kite, you're going to beat them. Right. If, I, you know? if right. I could kite fish 100%, and I gotta give, I got to give my hats off to Art. Is he fished the way that I would normally fish and we would normally fish? But you get caught up in the Speedo mm-hmm. thing and you get caught up right. in everything. And I fished for six days for Speedos and we had, you know, 60 Speedos pinned up and. We just couldn't get a big fish bite. And it was right. just, it, I mean, we caught so many fish and so many 15, 16, 18, 20, 23 pounders. And it was just, and you look at Burgess and he, you know, he had, he had one forty six pounder, whatever it was, 45 pounds. And, on a downrigger? Yep. On, on a, a big speedo, runner, 90 feet on down. On a speedo. On a speedo. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I mean, you think you have 60 speedos, you, you're going to, you're going to catch something. Actually, that one was right. on a runner. Was it on a runner? The fish he caught the next week, 48 pounder was on a ribbon fish. Oh, I know. That's the whole other thing. What are those things? We those fixed are, some of those this weekend. That's like Doc Vader. <laughs> <laughs> What's going to be next? Uh, yeah. Holy you, cow. Now we're going ribbons. No, yeah. I know they work. I know. Yeah. I get it. I get it. It's just, it's just something right, like me. And, I'll get back to the ribbon fish shit that we did hold, this hold, weekend. Hold, 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 hold. <laughs> right, how many ribbon fish have you fished in your life? I caught some on goggle eye rigs. There I caught, you, go. you know, I caught a bunch in the keys about when I was a kid. About as many as me. Yeah. <laughs> about as many as me. It's I not fished, my style. I fished my. Yeah. F- I wouldn't say I fished them. Curtis fished them this weekend. And I know they work. You can't take it away from them. They catch a lot of fish on them. I try to relate it to planer fishing. You know what I mean? I don't do that shit either. Because there's days, there's days when you charter fish every single day. There's days that you get, you you'll get beat by a troller. Yep. Oh yeah. And you're just like, and you know they're like either rowed out or something's they're going just, on. They're just laid up, lazy down there, and they just want to strip, just cruising by. And you're like, oh shit, that's a big ass strip. That ribbon <laughs> fish is, a, is like a super strip. <laughs> you know, and I I I think about it at night sometimes, laying in bed, and I'm like, what the, you know? There's actually, if you do enough free diving, when when the thermal climb's happening, those ribbon fish layer in. They'll carpet in on the bottom down there, and that's a that's something they see a lot. And I think they actually naturally eat those things yeah, a lot, hundred percent, especially up to the north. Dude, some especially of the night, up to the north. Some of the night trips on the drift boat. That's all you hook. There are so many ribbon fish out there. Yeah, you literally can't catch anything else. You'll start fishing. You like ah, oh, yellowtail, and that's ribbon fish, ribbon fish. 
And then cut off, cut off. No, cut how off. many of your like big games did you catch on the kite? Uh, we we caught one. Had you were? It, it's funny. Chip was just outside. Of yeah, us. I called him. I saw everybody panic, and you you had a big one. You had a big one. He short or something, and so, then aired out on another one. Ate it behind it. Yeah, but that's the crazy thing. That same goddamn fish has been following me since Miami in the ladies' fish off tournament. Oh, come when on. I first got back, <laughs> he's been giving you the fin the whole time. You son of a bitch. So again, but it was it was big, but it wasn't as big as the one we saw in the ladies, and then we saw another one in that June tournament. That I mean, we're talking like what I've been doing this a long time. Yeah. Biggest kingfish I've ever seen in my whole life in the air as they yeah. go away. Knock the bait off the hook twice. And then this one airs out, and I see the runner cartwheeling. So I know he missed oh, it. Oh, so you're fishing the runner. In the kite, yeah. <laughs> oh, whatever. <laughs> I, do, I fish runners, goggle eyes, and sardines, and pilchard. I'm whatever. teasing you. There's no – yeah. So I see a cartwheel, and it was actually on the middle kite, and I happen to be – like I fish, typically fish a stern kite. I happened to be walking right by the long bait, and I grabbed the rod, and I said, was that the long or the middle? And I said, and my boy Jason was running the middle. I had a runner on the long. And I was like, well, my turn. And then another little boil and a big boil. And it, all right, so he's there. I get tight, and it's one of those fuck clear everything. This all hands on deck. Yep, all hands on deck. This thing's giant. And Chip happened to be slow trolling just offshore for some time. I thought he hooked a sail. I'm like, oh, they got a sail on. He's going to come up jumping. Yep. Yeah, it was, dude, it was... Okay, well, he, jumping? He, he, he pivoted no, no, over, he, Art pivoted so fast, I was like... Damn, well, we had the sharks on us yeah. bad at that point. Gotcha. And that's one of the issues with drifting up there right yeah. now, is the sharks were on. And we just lost a, a, a fish that would have... Did you keep the motors on when place. you're fishing? Did yeah, you have to, okay. ready to run. Always ready to run up there. So, we just lost a, a upper 20s fish that would have... It would have put us within a couple of pounds of winning and would have put us in second place, which would have made some interesting changes for Alex and them. Yeah. Because the guys that won the crown won by us beating. I don't know. They beat us by eight tenths of a pound. Because they would have won the crown then. If right. you Alex would have buffed up. Yeah. Right. But the. So, so can I say a story real quick? Because yeah, you're, you're going to appreciate this. Sir. So we ended up getting 10th place. We ended up getting fourth in the series of whatever. But. Which, Which is hard as shit to do. Yeah, yeah. That's but this is, is the coolest thing. I'm really and good at coming second, this is, third, this and fourth. This is what so shows you how good of an easy. Art, what are you about? I mean, not that he, he's of course everybody knows Art's a great fisherman. It was just neat. Obviously, he weighed his stuff. Obviously, his scales. Yeah, that he's weighing stuff on. Maybe he did. Maybe he didn't. Fresh and as up. we pull he into did. as as we pull into <laughs> way, he pulls up. Somebody came up to the bow of his boat, and. Jim DeMarco walks to your bow of the boat and I don't I don't know who it was. It was it's not a big deal. The guy said something. He's like, Oh yeah, we did pretty good. I think we got like one thirteen of Kings. <laughs> and I'm docked next to you, right? Mm. And I just didn't even click it. So now the the, the, the weighing goes on, whatever. We finished tenth and we're weighing next to Alex. Well, we're weighing next to Alex and tax relief. It was tax relief weighing yep. on one scale, Alex weighing on the next scale, and we're the next way. So, so Alex had this, he had everything like all of us always would leveled out in their head. Nobody can do this. Nobody can finish between this place and this place. And we go to leave. And I look at my mate, Eddie, I go, art's going to bump him. He's like, how do you know? I goes, cause Jim DeMarco said he, he has 113. He goes, well, you think he just has 113? I go, I guarantee he has 113. <laughs> and he weighed 113 and made yeah. Alex lose the crown. Yeah. It was unbelievable because uh, because nobody you. could weigh in between those two. What was it, Art? Do you remember the number? I don't even remember. We had exactly. to, so tax release had one fourteen four. We had to beat them for Alex to win, and we had one thirteen eight, or what was it? No, one thirteen six 
113.6. So it was exactly eight tenths of a pound. And, and whatever. It's again, everything's a numbers game to me. Yeah. Right. Right. And that instant flashback. To, <laughs> and I like Alex and the tax relief guys are good friends too. So they're nice people. And, and they never won one before. Yeah. That was good. And I like that for my ego as bad as, listen, I got an ego. I hate it, but it eats me alive. But it's I got not, it. It's not your amigo. Right. <laughs> it is not. I fight it constantly. <laughs> but, and Bryce, truly one of my How closest about Bryce and dear friends. Yeah, he struggled up there. Well, he, he yeah, started he, down yeah, at the flat tops. Yeah, he didn't come in. Yeah. Yeah. And and he fished the flat tops? Started there and then came up. Who'd have figured that one? Wow. Yep. But that's the interesting thing, though. You know, he could have. He got up there. We had one thirty-three pounder. There's a reason the why he, he fished the flat tops. He must be catching fish there. There's a lot week. of fish. Yeah. There. They were just small fish. And then they, they shut down. I ran up today. Had to get some stuff from Alex and bait from Alex for the charters. And the marks that went from the flat tops to the breakers was ridiculous. There's there's some fish there right now. There's no doubt. But anyway, so that that's where it was the day before. But so we didn't. We caught one thirty-three pounder before Bryce got up there when we went there and came back, and we had that flurry when that giant aired out and it turned mm-hmm. into a, a fifteen and a half pounder. So literally, we smoke everything down and go steaming after fishing. Like a minute and a half later, I got him boat side. What the? How did that fifty plus pounder turn into a fifteen and a half pounder? That's but the same thing as sail fishing. Yep. You know? yeah. There is right short sail, right. And, and you catch a bonita this way. Yeah. 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 So yeah. what happened was that big one aired out. And, you're and, that, you feel that thing shake its yeah. head, and you're just like, oh, how did that shit. happen? Yeah. Yeah. So a 15-pounder, there was all these little boils. There was so much activity. What I don't understand is why that big fish, because they're just moving so damn fast, and I think the sharks are on them already. But, and also didn't need another bait. Right. But, well, tip he in the didn't past. didn't need a bait. Well, in the past, they would have. But I think, I mean, we, we've casted the fish that have missed baits and hooked them. In the past, but I think the sharks with that activity, they come streaking, especially when they are out. They're coming from the deep. The sharks see that movement. They get fired up and they're on you. And they were on us instantly. And that's why we went to blazing like we did. I think that fish does that, sees that shark coming and says, well, I just watched my buddy get smoked by this thing. And they are going to gray back out and go back to the bottom and shut it down again. The fish are there. I mean, you're marking them all 100%. day long. Oh, yeah. They're stacked in there like no tomorrow. For whatever reason, you do something to make them fire on. And then something in that ocean t- shuts them right back off again, and you're screwed. That's how I was this weekend. I was marking fish yep. solid all through there. They, just, yep. they wouldn't bite. Yep. I've jumped know. in and swam with them before and, and seen them do it before. You, you mark them, they're up in the water column, you get bites, and then, and it's a carpet mark like goggle eyes. Yeah. And they just they go smoke gray. They look like they're all but dead, and they're stacked on top of each other, laying on the bottom, barely moving. I, I wonder if your triple hooks beat us. <laughs> you think better about, be some big ass hooks, though. You know, just think about that for one split second. So you mark them, right? They're the there. You know cricket. they're there. You know when the kingfish guy, the only reason why the, the commercial kingfish guys can't do it is because they're going to get eaten by bonitas, right? They're mm-hmm. all going to get bonita. You're going to bonita after bonita after bonita. Small. What? I, I mean, I don't know. It just came to my head when I was sitting here. They better be some big triple hooks. They'll reach yeah. the length of that bait, though, because. It's got it. Everything's a reaction bite. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Everything is a freaking reaction bite. Sardine bite is an action bite. Yeah, reaction reaction exactly. Bite. Yeah. Same thing with, you know, but there's not that many bonitas around. Then they can commercial or they wait till the afternoon or the bean. Yeah. I don't know. I know. I, as a kid, I didn't, did I didn't catch one bonita this weekend up there. Not one. They're out here. They're thick as fleas out there. Oh, yeah. They're solid out here. Yeah. Yeah. Just south of Lake Worth Inlet there, they're thick yeah. as fleas. They were yeah. all over the surface. But I don't. I still believe I don't do – I know that's the thing, in the, and it's very – I don't do the triple hook thing. I got the things that I did 20 years ago that still work. Yeah. I'm staying with that. You like them jigs. Uh-huh. I do like jigs, but I – you know, whatever. We do our spinning rod. I man. call those the money makers. Yeah, the money makers. I do I'm like reel down jigs. a little bit here. What's up? Right? Tournament talk, right? So where would you end up? 
we ended up in third place. Uh, the uh, Living Water guys mm-hmm. been doing this thing forever. Right. They ended up they ended up winning the tournament, had a great yep. tournament. Mark Four, Miller did did great. Yep, Four Kings, two tunas. Yep. The the uh, tax relief guys, Four Kings, two tunas, which. Two tunas they, were in only, August. they were the only two boats that went tuna fishing. Yeah. Yeah. Well, they were the yeah. only two well, boats that were disciplined yeah. enough to go tuna fishing. I went, but I went too far and I went too late. I made one extra drift and because I just seen that freaking behemoth. Yeah. And that was the hour I needed because I couldn't stop at the breakers where the water was right. So I went on back home and it was a mistake. You're, you're counting on more time. Yeah. Trying to buy a yeah. little bit more time later yeah. in the day. Yeah. And and that was that was a blunder because I saw the water. It was It was beautiful, but... I get 45 minutes here. I get an hour and 15 minutes out front. I know. I know exactly what you're thinking. Uh, and in 45 We've minutes, you hook up. Yeah. I, don't you know guys, many, I don't know how many times I kick myself in the ass where, all right, we're going to make this move. Let's go back and tuna fish. You don't get a bite. We should have stayed there and upgraded on Kings or, you know? Yeah, but it, you're going to buy a pound or two. Yes. Maybe if you're lucky, five pounds. And, you know, down there, one fish is a minimum 10 pounds. True. Bump. It's, it's a, it's that's a better a, move. That's a so total double edged sword. Yes. I, in, in August, Go for the win. August, in August, you're almost better off trying to get a fifty. Yeah, you're better off getting a fifty, or 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 another or a, a forty two and a, and a forty seven or something, and then you got fourteen pounds and thirteen pounds to upgrade your king. Whatever it, it is, it's so hard. You know, it's, back it's when hard. I was better at this, it was a guaranteed thing. If we got in August, if we got ninety pounds, every the first two it's events, almost a guarantee. It's almost, it's almost a guaranteed win. I'm going. If I get, in August. In August? In August, if I got 90 pounds, I'm out of here. Dude, I, it was, and, it, and it always worked. You came back and – but back That's then – That's if you're running up the edge and, and you got some and you got some good-looking water. At least yeah. – you got to at least yeah. have some bait or some good-looking water. Something to go back to, right? As you're, as you're running up the rip. Yep. I would think. But you're right. There's been some Augusts that have been very good with tunas. Yes. Yep. And you know wise. I mean? And wise. And, and in, every now and then the mahi thing, you're, when we got to fish – I thought it was last year. Yeah, it was definitely last year. And I knew there were some some weighable mahis. And we looped off four right. and caught a 12-pounder and missed two others that that would have yeah. won the tournament for us. But, so, yeah, I mean, it really, it, again, and it's it's difficult for the guys that only get to fish the weekends. But just knowing what's going on. In 19, when we got second in this tournament, I stayed in Jupiter and uh, what's his name? Young Guns Lance ended up winning it. And he ran way up to Sebastian or somewhere. And, he was way up And he there. wasn't in the money. He ended up letting me win all the money. Yep. So I left there with like 110 pounds or 108 pounds. And I ran to the flat tops to try to catch tuna. Came back. And, and I came back. And caught a tuna. And caught a tuna <laughs> off the ledge. And there was only two tunas caught in the yep. tournament. Yep. Yep. It's like, what in the world? Yep. So I started that event off the Ritz. Trying to catch a wahoo because we were in the right place on the That's moon. That's the spot to catch the wahoos there. Yep. Some and wahoos and there. it didn't happen and came up there. And Talking we, about last year? No, no, the, the year. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. He ended, I think we ended up third in that one too. Yeah, you right ended behind up third. y'all. Yeah, you're right behind us. All kings and and made that that move. So, I mean, there's there's so much gaming. And that's what I love about that meat fish thing. Yeah. All of it. All of it is like the gaming, the planning, and, and, and then altering the plan to find the condition. Or if this is where I want to start, well, shit, the condition ain't right there. And then be able to make those little adjustments to to make it successful. That also comes into, you got to have your network lined up too. 
It, that people don't a, talk to me like they do. Y'all. They don't like me. I'm not I a got, nice I guy. Called them. They, it took, it like you called me when you thought you saw a 50 pounder out of it. Well, it took four <laughs> phone calls to get the one to answer. <laughs> yeah. um, in the meat fish thing, I'm active. I, I do try. I remember you guys sent me a text, but I was outside doing yard work or something. Yeah, I, I was trying. <laughs> I'm like, holy <laughs> shit, it's 3 I'm like, sorry, dude, I just saw this man. <laughs> yeah, my network sucks. And then I lost a big part oh, of the little God. bit of network I had with Pat. Yeah, your network sucks. <laughs> Who ended up winning the whole crown thing? Uh, tax relief. Tax relief, uh, tax relief yeah. won the crown. Yep, first right, time. But Mark Miller won the day. Yeah. Won right. the day. Yep. Yep. So, yep. All right, cool. So That's the cool thing about all this shit we do. You know, There's so many levels it's of winning. It's amazing how the points can end. It's right. absolutely oh. amazing yeah. how it can pan out. There's so many ways and so many different obstacles of how it can pan out. It's pretty it's amazing. It's hard, dude. It is hard it's to win It's way that harder thing. than what you think it is. In the jackets, the crown, the any series fishing – to be consistent it's, it's through tough, probably, man. It's, it's, right. I've been it's I've been close in, in Jamie's the summer series. I think I've got second twice, a couple of thirds, and a fourth and I've got second once, uh, I've got third once. I ain't won it. I so ain't won the rings. I'm gonna weasel. Arch won it five times. Like three, four seconds. Like three years ago. That's, that's the thing that eats, eats me alive the most. I got four second places. Hey, are, you won it four. What do you want? I won it ten times? I won it. No, two thousand two when we got when we lost by five eighths of a pound. That that I would never have won it. That hurts. After that, you know what? Though? If, listen, if we won that year, I'd probably never won it. Did you win it five times? Listen, listen, in, listen. In five rings. Yeah. Listen, ask it. You want to win Belichick it? You want to win it once? You want to win it once, or do you want to be the guy that's there every time? Every time. Every, every time. time. Within reach. Every time. Right. You got to be. So nothing yeah. to freaking hang your head about. Ah, oh, yeah, but you get that close, you got to win. The, 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 the winning at one time is blind squirrel shit. I love it. That's what makes me love that guy because he's just yeah. So listen, I'm gonna weasel something in oh, here. Weasel, baby. Weasel, weasel, I love let me weasel this in here, right? Yep. Meat's done. Till next year. Till next year, right? Art but I want to bring meat. up one thing. I want to bring all. up one thing, right? I want to understand it. This is the question I have that I'm very curious about. You're coming off one of the, the most phenomenal sailfish seasons that have that has ever happened. It's true. Oh, it I got a question for him, right? Since liquid got lucky, got lucky. Listen, what's your mindset going into this season in light of that? Do the work. Do you really want to get into that? Yeah, do the work, baby. Just do the <laughs> I work. I mean, and listen, you got a new boat. Yeah, Skippy, what are you going to do? Right, you got rig? a new boat. What's I your am... mindset going into it? Like, there's thing, things are changing here. I can't tell you how excited I am for sailfish season because my whole career doing this, he's been shitting in a bucket. Yeah, I've been shitting in buckets. We've been fishing on a 53 for the past few years. There's no buckets There's involved. There's no buckets. <laughs> shit. It's actually, you got to sit on the toilet and the AC you blows right in. probably hit a in. button and your shit dude. bucket flies too. Dude, the AC dude, I got to drive your butthole. Dude, it's amazing. Hey, I got, I got a call today. I got a call today. Um... For for a new job, someone got a fifty three Spaniels. Nice, right? And and they're like, and they're like, yeah, yeah. They're like, well, we we know you've done this job before with with that that other boat. I'm like, yeah, that other boat. You mean surreal? Like, yeah. So thought that was kind of funny. It's so funny. uh, They still the our old boat still pops up on HCB's advertisements all the time on Instagram, all that stuff. And yeah, because we did a lot of stuff with them. We love that boat. Yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. But now you're on the merit. So I'm very excited. Different kind of program. I've never been able to focus solely on just going sail fishing mm-hmm. and getting the whole program lined up, and I can now. Mm-hmm. And I'm very excited about that. I can't wait. Good. I'm expecting big things from Surreal this season. 
Me too. I want great things for both of these two fellers more than anything other than I want great things for my guys on my boat. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he just wants to beat us by one. That's it. Just, just one. That's just it. one. Just one. And I want y'all to catch 20 a day. He just wants to catch 21. That's it. Not going to happen. <laughs> but guess what? That's the same thing they want, yeah. right? Yeah. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Right. You never, want, you never want bad for your buddies, yeah. but you want to beat them by one. So here's the right. question, Art. Why did you sell that boat? I do it every three years. It doesn't it's matter. Not the boat. It's not the boat. It's never been the boat. Oh, I love well, the, the boat. The boat he's got now is gorgeous. That boat Phenomenal. got eaten alive. I watched this man do some shit next to me where I scratched my head last year, and it takes a lot for me to fuck, excuse me, for me to freaking do okay. that. You're okay. We're in a safe space. I was space. like, are you Cursing serious? Is on the show. I'm like, seriously? Like, like losing my mind in the tower. Chip, next you've to- been there every now and then. Shit starts moving around yep. you, and you see things that nobody else, nobody on a boat with you is seeing. Oh. And and you start, it's every now and then things just flow, and yeah. you can't do wrong. And, you're and, right. You and got and a as point. you get you that, build that confidence. I'm and, so superstitious yeah. that I just I couldn't have. I would have had to have at least one more year with her. <laughs> oh, you're saying see, how'd you get rid boat. of it from yeah, a superstition yeah, yeah, standpoint? Yeah, yeah, oh. yeah, yeah. Like like you got to keep that there. You, you just want seven hundred grand in the thing. <laughs> yeah. You gotta fish it one more year, okay? We gotta extend the warranty. Whatever we gotta do, let's just roll out one more year I, I, in this I thing. Ultimately, ultimately, listen. I believe that Art made the right call with the new boat. Uh, yeah, right. So, yeah, he's gotta do what's best no for him and his family. Yeah. At the end of the day, Art made, Art made the good, right call. It's a good and so, well, you you made all the right moves last year. It, it was and it came back to that network. It came to this. It came to that. Um, I'm trying to think. Uh, Dude, there were days. There's Listen. so much relationship from football to yes. to sport to sail fishing. When you get rolling, it does, people don't even know it. unless you're you really, like, really a legend, like not a legend cap, but you know what I'm. He is like, a legend hey, cap. He is a legend cap. No, I'm just saying because a lot of people is. aren't, and they don't understand that. But when you've done it for so many years, and you've you've experienced it so many times. You don't know how much momentum it, is. Listen, you know it's coming, it, listen, and once it starts rolling, yeah. you're like, you're like listen, fuck. Chip, yeah. you're, chip. It's happening, and we're and all... And then it just explodes. Hey, hey, let me explain something to you. Do you know why these two do this show? Why? Because they're, they're doing it because they take notes. Mm-hmm. Because at the end of the tournament, we come in and we recap it, and then next Sailfish season, they go back and listen to these episodes, and be like, what did I do last year? I don't really? have to listen to the and episode. And they study themselves. I got my nerves. This here's is the why they do the show. I'm Absolutely. benefiting from it. But this is why they do the show. Absolutely. Well, and then I've got yeah. you here to be able to bounce some shit off of. And then and then the conversations that I have outside. They, Dude, you wouldn't believe how many people listen to this podcast that we compete against. Yep. And Are then, we getting recorded now? Yeah. Oh, we're <laughs> red light on, brother. <laughs> All right. Yeah, on you, no, you just have a head full of heads on for no reason. All right. So I'm teasing. You, you get to the, the, the momentum thing. This is that. so pretty. My funny thing is with uh, with Jamie Ralph, who is a phenomenal Love that guy. Jamie. He's the best. Jamie's the best. I call him up. I'm like, I'm like, do not poke the bear. He's he, very similar to Pat with the thinking he, process. Yes. He, he goes, I won't. I'm not even going to look at him. I won't even go near him. And we're talking about John Louis. Yeah. Oh yeah. I'm like Louis. Still the best it's ever done. I said I said Louis hasn't caught a fish yet. I'm like, don't go by him. Don't even drive by him. Don't look at him. Don't poke the bear. Maybe like one for Sandra. I call Jamie. I'm like, fuck. You poked him. What'd you do, dude? What'd you do? He's I like, got- I didn't even look over there. You know, <laughs> it's not my fault. 
It was my fault this year in the new Jimmy Johnson. One for Robbie. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but he's got two Robbies. Hey, One for can Sandra. we talk about can we talk about the Jimmy Johnson real One quick? One for Sandra. Uh, Listen. And, and once 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 Louie gets rolling, dude, he like it's like yeah. he sucks them all in and it's over. Don't even get close to him. It's you might as well just I you might as well make on a move. boat during the Jimmy Johnson. You might right? as well make a move. I'm so telling we're, you. We're all up there, Jupiter. Okay, I was on a boat during the Jimmy Johnson. We're all up in Jupiter. I'm not going to say what boat, right? Very good friend of mine, and I love him, love him dearly. I'm up in the tower with him, right? We see Native Sun start running south hard. We'll, we'll get into that. We can right? talk about that if you want and to. I'm, and I'm like, do you want to call him? Right? He's like, don't call him. I'm like, I can call him. Don't call him. No, we could do this. Don't call him. Fine. You call what, 22, 23, 24, some, some, how many fish that 22. day? So I'll, I'll go ahead of that, right? So that day, that was the second day, right? Jimmy Johnson. I went right back to Boynton where I had done really good. I caught nine the day before. Lines in and the water, it was different. Like the water was kind of green. There was still a little north tide. Louie was there. Louie sat there for about 20 minutes. Oh, that's what they did. Hold on, hold gone. on. This is, why, this is why I brought that up. Because he said, no, John Louie's right next to us. <laughs> oh, well, don't then. do that. I know. Right. Actually, goes, I'm, not, I'm not leaving. I'm not leaving. I'm not leaving. No, I'm not leaving. I think Louie caught hey, a but double. you were leaving. Louie caught a double, like, lines in. And then it was like, and we, each, we were talking to each other. And I'm like, I'm like, Louie, I'm out of here. And I was going to the ledge. And I'm blazing north. And uh, the pledging boat, mm-hmm. Nate and those guys, were fishing off of, like, flat tops. And CJ texts me. He's like, hey, we just caught a double out here in, like, 160. So, whoop, stop, put them up, immediately we hook a double. And then we hook a double. And then we hook a single, and then a single. And then we had, it just started rolling. We were the oh, only. Oh, yeah, that was, yeah, 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 yeah. And we were the only boat there, and we were in a different boat, so nobody who we were. Yeah, and Boats you had 300s on us, that boat. Driving by Am I allowed to go to the bathroom? Driving yeah, by us. Yeah. I raise my hand. No, 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 no you can't go to the bathroom. Wait a minute. There you go. That's a bar bus. Here's the bus. It's a bar bus. First person that goes to the bathroom has got to pay the tab. I got to pee. She's in there. So the fish were there. Fish are going off. And Art calls me. He's like, "What are you doing down there?" I'm like, "I'm like, we're up to nine, and it was before noon, right?" Right. And then Art's like, "I'm coming." I'm like, "I'm like, Art, it's flat calm, south current. I haven't seen anything for a while." So the next thing I see, <laughs> here comes Art. Stops, puts him up, got him on. I'm like, "Son of a bitch again, man." We actually that was a spinning rod right off the top. or whatever it was. We came yeah, running down. And I saw one on top. Whatever. So he proceeded to catch like another four down there, right? Oh, we, oh. Whatever it was in the afternoon. A bunch. Yeah. Yeah. I think and it was six. I could not get another bite. And I'm like, I'm all over the place. I'm jockeying around. And I ran back to Boynton. And there was beautiful north tide. But in my hindsight, looking back, there was a pocket of that south water, south tide. It had to be those fish were in that pocket, man. Mm-hmm. It, it must have been milling around. Or well, who, who knew what it was? We caught we caught the one that was up top out there. It was, that fish was out there in like 220 yep. when we were coming down. As we were turning in, the fish was there. And we pitched a spinner on it. Jimmy got tight right away on that fish. The fish was up and then down. And he still got bit, fortunately. And what was crazy, though, to, to the John Louie thing is I was fishing up there, and I was we talked about it before, where we were getting blocked by a, a youthful individual in the in the events. In the tournament? or In not this tournament. Okay. Yeah, he was in the tournament. A youthful individual. Yeah, yeah we were fishing the, the north boundary there. And as I'd try to work offshore, he'd work offshore and block me. He's trying to block it. Yeah, which I love his terminologies. He says, we were getting blocked by a youthful he's individual. A, he's... He thought Art? during yeah, the Jimmy he Johnson. Thought, Art yeah, so, didn't get blocked by anybody last year. He just got eaten alive. <laughs> <laughs> so, well, no, it was weird. I mean, the fish, the dude had a fish out of bounds. He was type of fish that had swam back out of bounds to the north, and and 
know, whatever. You, 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 the guy, again, we've talked about before, you're not going to beat one guy and win a tournament. Right. No, so, and he, that's that. what he was doing. He was trying to beat one guy to win a tournament. I, we got plenty of room to work in here. I had this conversation with my brother over the weekend because we were watching the tour championship with Cantlay. You know, uh-huh. right? Freaking, by the way, sidebar, Cantlay, dead on stealth putter. Thank you. Like, oh, my God. I've never seen a dude that had such ice in his veins with his putts like then freaking Cantlay. Anyway. So I was talking like, about golf, by yeah, the way. Yeah, golf, by the way. So anyway, so <laughs> totally out to lunch. Hey, this is where totally I this is my where I draw my parallels. Right, no, right? Now you're now you're in my wheelhouse. I love golf, <laughs> right? Plug. This is the only other sport where you don't go really head to head, like in an individual sport. Tennis, you do. You're actually going head to head with a guy. Well, this isn't it. Right? Fishing is not a t- tournament fishing in an individual sport. No, 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 no. But hear me out. Hear me yeah, out. Hear me out. Hear me out. But you but you're competing against yourself. Collectively, yep, yep. yeah, right. Yep. Yep. Because yep. in golf is really the only other like, like athletic sport like other than yep. fishing, the where you're really only comp- competing against Neither yourself. Neither of them really all that athletic. What? Neither of them no, really stop, all that stop, 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 stop. <laughs> but but it's like you're I'm not going ahead. Even I'm though even athletic. though like in the TV it's like it's like oh yeah in the BMW Championship you want to say Cantlay is going against Bryson like that. No, not really. Not, you're, not. You're, you're just finishing you're against score. yourself. You're yeah. playing against yourself. Same thing in fishing. You're, you're playing against, you're playing against yourself. Well, yourself in the golf course. You're playing yourself against in the yourself ocean. in fishing. Mentally. Because you, Mentally, yes. maybe. That's all it is. I don't give a fuck what but everybody not, else is doing. Not, 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 well, not when shit hits the fan. No, well, then you need your guys to yeah. steer. Your boat is no, no, no. I'm, your boat I'm is yourself. Your boat yeah. is yourself. Your boat, your is, boat yourself. is yourself. Your, your, yourself. your decisions your are yourself. yourself. That's what I mean. Your How boat you is yourself. Place yourself is yourself. 100. And the guys right. on your boat you, is yourself. Your boat is competing against your boat. Yeah. yeah. You're, you're, not, you're not competing your against the fleet. Your army your army when you're shit Correct. hit the, right. when right. You know what I mean? That's what he's saying. He's saying you're not you're not competing directly against one or two or three or really all the rest of the fleet. You're competing against you and your team. Against that ocean or with that ocean is the way I prefer to say it, yeah. is what you're really competing with. You're not, you, you can, you're not going to say I'm going to go out in this tournament and I'm going to beat John Louis and yeah. I'm going to win the tournament. No, because John Louis might not be in second place. Yeah, he's still the best guy that's doing it out there that day. But just because you beat him doesn't mean you won. If you go out there and you compete with the ocean and meld with the ocean and get all that shit figured out, then you got a really good chance of winning. Hundred percent. You might beat John Louis and be yeah. and. 39th and 40th place, which, okay, great. I beat the best that's ever done it, but it's still, I suck in the event. Yeah. You can't go into it looking at that. And that was the crazy thing is we had a a good start to the morning, missed a couple, caught a bunch, caught six, missed a a few, and was getting blocked by a guy thinking he was going to win a tournament by beating us. And I made a jump back midday to, we came back to Juneau Pier in that little section of bottom out there in 150, and Louie was there. There was some weird water working inshore there. I saw it. Yeah. And, and he's over there pecking away, pecking away, pecking away. And I don't mind fishing south of Louie because you know, you're not going to catch them all. Couldn't get bit. And I'm making some moves. I'm, I saw a couple go by and fucking get bit by them. Something's weird. And the condition would get right and I couldn't get bit. Wait a minute, what am I doing? I've always said, come fish next to me and I'm going to beat you every time. Well, it's the same situation with Louie. If I come fish next to Louie, he's going to beat me every time. Yeah. So Skip says he's got a, a condition that doesn't look perfect, but he's getting bit in. Let me see if I can go figure that one out. Because he and I do a lot of... Yeah, similar things, and and that's we, we made the same move. I was there yeah. about twenty yeah. minutes before you. Yeah, yeah. I saw but you, you got there. eaten alive, and I think I caught two fish after we got there. And I look over, and and you just got all hell breaking loose, and I'm about <laughs> ready to jump out of the freaking tower. But again, though, see, the way I look at it, the guys that are doing it right, they got the right bait, and they're 
putting them in generally the right and areas. And you did the same thing before I got there. You got clobbered. Yeah. yeah. So well, we were all, all three of us and, and several of us were doing it right in there. And then, and we get the number of bites that we're going to get. And then something will show you something. You get to see something that it gives you that extra one or two bites. And fortunately for us, I got to see a few things. One, we had a spinning rod stretch way off the bow and a fish popped up on it. There were several there. I got to pull out and we missed the fish. The fish got wrapped up on the spinning rod, but I was able to pull out and hook a double out of that. And, you know, those are the bonus bites that, that the guy in the tower has got to create. Yep. 100%. Beyond putting your guys in the right yeah, place. Yeah, the opportunity at the same right, time. Right. Exactly. Yeah. And see, for us, it happened. We were fishing. Those bites were like 130, 140. We saw a flopper in like 90 feet. Picked him up. We zipped in there. And I got the right side of where I thought that flopper was. And woof. And we saw like seven tailors in there. And we, and we, we physically couldn't get to them. The whole right side came down. We hooked. I think we, we ended up hooking four out of it. But that's it, huge. And we it's caught three. Giant, it's giant. You know what's crazy? After day one, we win the daily day one of the Jimmy Johnson, and we're coming down the beach in 25, 30 feet of water. Cocktails flowing with it. And I'm, I'm downstairs now because the teeth kicked in. I'm getting older. The tower gets old. And Taylor, is. 20 yeah. feet of water. Son of a bitch. So we're gonna, are we going to sit here off a of Lake Worth Pier in 20 feet yeah. of water with the kites in the air? We stop and they're in the valley. several of them. Yeah. But again, you you do the math, and we saw what we saw the day before up there yep. in Jupiter, and we ended up steaming all the way up back. It worked, whatever. Not well enough. Because well, you made the right moves. There's yeah, no question well, about it. All right. So listen. Yichi, though. God. Yichi, Yichi. Whatever. Let's stop about Yichi. last year. We don't need to talk about Yichi anymore because they got a freaking white and a blue and a sail in, in a freaking billfish tournament the same day in Miami. Ain't going to happen again. Sorry. Highly unlikely. <laughs> well, Art, going back to the original question. I'm, I forgot. Where are we? Where's your mindset going in the sailfish season after you just had the most phenomenal sailfish season ever? Wasn't the most phenomenal sailfish season. Do the work and hope heck hell. That's the tough thing coming off a season like that. Can you? The only way it gets better is we don't win a nickel, but we win a jacket, which is probably physically impossible. Yeah, it's hard. That's humanly impossible. Listen, just to let you know. <laughs> listen, but that's, that's that's what I want so bad. I'll, parallel? Can I draw a parallel? Yeah. Right. I know you like when I do this. Thank you. Okay. Oh yes. yes. Thank you. Thank you. You're a Thank ninja. You. Oh, look I got at, look dog at this. Slobber. I like dog slobber. The freaking. Yeah. Yeah. No, no. Do you know what Carlene's nickname is? Ninja. Team mom. <laughs> Team mom. <laughs> um, you see, this is what she does. Uh, listen, we're all still human beings. If he wants to give me the, the Rona, then he can give me the Rona. All right, time out. Don't quote it. All right, don't be a dick. All right, so listen. So I'm going to draw a parallel to this, right? Oh, I hate this shit. Just rub it in, rub it in. All right, so you said hard, do the work. Do the work. Right? But, but is there anything more than that? We do and it then, every year. And then you, the nerves the morning of and whatever. You just go through the motions. There's nothing better than that. Nerves. I don't think. I love it. it you know, that's what uh, Chip, I mean, uh, Kit Toomey, Get Lit, one of the more successful teams that have ever done it, right? Yep. Several different guys running the program or, or leading the boat or whatever, one of the captains of the boat, and still successful, clearly picking talented people in Ray and, and yeah, Q. Q. But the, he, he, it was sleepless nights, which has never really been the issue for me at – I can compartmentalize or whatever. Yeah. I mean, I don't sleep a lot anyway, but whatever. It, but when the sleepless nights went away, when he wasn't so nervous going to bed the night before tournaments, he quit. He said, it's it's just not there for him anymore. And oh, shit. Yeah, that's, yeah. What, that's what made him quit. 
See, I, I still like, I can't like, the, it doesn't matter what tournament it is. I'm so excited and jacked up and yeah, amped up ready that to I, go. I wake up like two hours before my alarm is going to go off and uh, okay, I'm way. good, I'm good, I'm good. Yep. You always, always. And we've all done it forever and we've yeah. all won shit, you know? It, yeah. It's crazy. And that's, it's never going to go away. Yep. No, I so hope that's not. the mindset. It's fishing it, is a what? What do I always say? Fishing is a what? If fishing is an well for me, it's a way of life. But no, fishing is an art. Okay, fishing okay. is life for me. I mean, yep. Fishing is an art. Yep, for right? sure. And the reason that I believe it's an art because that's I continually why, why I draw jobs. these parallels to art. Of course, right? Continually. All right. In 2016, you know, I did the 365. Loved that, dude. Okay. I so enjoyed every. I really didn't know you that well then, and that was right. That's really where we started was connecting so cool. was yeah. like through that project, right? And connected by water. There you go. Through that project, right? Connected by art. Okay. Art. <laughs> so fishing is an art. And this is my theory because I'm continually drawing parallels to this. Okay. And when I did the, the 365, come September, I was like, oh, I'm going to draw another this, another that. Because I did this project in addition to all the work I had in the studio. It was an extra thing I did. Right. Every day, I drew a fish for the entire year of the calendar. Right. It's your Every own day. fault. Don't cry to us, Dennis. Totally my fault. No, no, no. But this is the point. I have a point. I have a point. Right? So, come September, I'm like, you know, I got an idea. I'm going to do um, A through Z. I'm going to emulate the style of a different artist just to break up we the monotony. About this with my right? daughter so, the when I came to see, I did the artist Chuck Close. And the reason I did the artist Chuck Close is because I have the greatest respect for this man. Chuck Close was an phenomenal artist out of New York, got into a horrible car accident, relegated to a wheelchair for the rest story. of his life. Okay. He's going Didn't deep. know what to do. Right. So he said, Gee, you know what? Told the story Rather to than sit there and feel sorry for myself my entire life, I'm going to make something of this. I'm going to take negative into a positive. What he did was he ended up becoming one of the greatest pop artists that New York has ever seen Wait by coming up with this. this style. Okay. We're coming up with this style. So he sat there in his wheelchair because he used to do these big realistic paintings. And he said, well, I can't really stand up and do that anymore. So I'm going to do these shapes, right? And I'm going to mosaic these images, right? To where they're going to look real from afar or from up close. There's going to be nothing but these shapes, okay? And he became one of the greatest known artists of all time doing so, this in modern history. So let me take over because I got the story yeah. from my – he was teaching my daughter's an artist of all odd things. So what he did, he, like you said, he couldn't stand up and do these – giant pictures anymore for lack of, cause I'm a, not an artist. Just say how you want to say it. So he, he makes these things that he can from his wheelchair reach these small 12 by 12s mm -hmm. and paints an image with this. The whole time he's painting these little images with this final image in his mind, he knows that each of these squares goes in each of these places, gill rakers, fins, whatever. This is Dennis's portrayal of it. He's doing skylines or whatever all shit that wouldn't interest us yeah. but each of these small 12 by 12s has a specific spot it's going to go and he knows this going into this as he's doing each 12 by 12 and this is what it's going to look like doesn't know we don't know by looking at each of these 12 by 12s yeah. right but yeah. he knows scattered out in a big and then glues them all together to turn into a beautiful image right yeah right that's cool so, stuff. so, so that's the whole point neat. bringing this up Right. So here's the picture doing. Right. The work. So the whole point in bringing this up. Right. Is I asked you, what's your mindset going into the season? You said, do the work. Right. And this is the parallel I draw to it. So the most famous quote that Chuck Close came up with was inspiration 
It's for amateurs. The rest of us wake up early every morning. We go to the studio and we get to work. Meaning, if we're going to sit around and wait for inspiration to hit us, we're going to be out of a job. Yeah. We're not going to work anymore. Right? We do not have the luxury to sit around and wait for inspiration to hit us. That is why is it essential. It is essential. Painting looks totally to different here there. than it did sitting right here. Yeah, hundred percent. That's why it's essential to go and shit, just do the, the work. Darkness. Do the My work, turn. whether whether you know that inspiration is hitting you or not. So that's Where are you it. Going, and, no, I, I think I, he's going to go to the bathroom and cry now because my words were so beautiful. All right, hold on. While we're live, um, it's on my Facebook. Uh, they're doing a, a um, September 24th for Pat Price. Uh, Pelagic is doing something at Papa's Raw Bar, and it's directly towards him and his family if anybody okay. wants to go to that. All right, so that's September 24th? September 24th. Okay, mm-hmm. and they're doing a, a memorial dinner yeah, they, celebration they, they, celebration well, life. They, they raffle off a bunch of tickets and all this, and all the tickets that they raffled, all the money um, goes towards Pat, and then I think Pelagic matches, say if they they, they raise two or $3,000, then Pelagic puts in two or three or 4000 whatever they- I got they a feeling we're going to be way it. above that, so. Yeah. Six to nine. I, I just heard that. Eight. Six to nine. Six to nine. Six to nine, correct. Six to nine at Papa's yep. Raw Bar. At Papa's Raw Bar. So I- and listen, this is- so I, this I, had, I had people call me yesterday about what to do and help, how to help uh, Pat's family. And- um with like legal and tax aspects of it, stuff like that. And they want everything to go to his son. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Okay. So I think that's, that's highly I mean, that's all, that, that's all conversations to be had with. Right. People, well, listen, people may have loved my pay grade. So here's yeah. the bottom line. Here's the bottom line. Obviously we don't want to get into any legal <laughs> sticky, sticky shit. Shit. Right. But, um, help out, help out, right? help out because the, the dude earned it. Do what Matt, do what Pat would do. Exactly. Do what Pat would do. WWTD. Yeah. What would Pat do? Mm -hmm. What would Pat do? Yeah. Honestly, no no joke bullshit about it. Yeah. That's awesome. I got to give the man credit. He took action quick. Oh, yeah. Took action. More importantly, what's these guys' mindset? We got a new boat. You still real synergy? Yeah. We're looking for a big boat. You talk about. You're looking for a big boat? Yeah. You talk about like the art. Like for me, like like meat fishing is meat fishing. You do thing. Sail fishing for me is like. It's like art in motion. That's the way it feels that's to me. Why, that's why it just to me, it feels like art to me. Always like, be the pinnacle. I don't know, it, just, it feels. I don't know. The competitiveness is ridiculous. It feels no. different yeah. to me. The amount of people that are good at it's that. A shit. Different game, dude. It's a different game. It feels. I remember when art wasn't even into it. <laughs> he wasn't even <laughs> into talk, it. Yeah, we talked. I remember. Yeah, he used I remember. to sit across the the table at the Pompano Beach Rodeo, and I don't. He knows I'm right. I ain't gonna make no shit up. Look at me, like, oh, it's your time now. This is what you're good at. You remember that art? Oh, yeah. uh, with your family. I'll never forget it. Sitting across Papano Beach fishing videos. He didn't give a shit about selfish. Next thing you know, he starts doing it and he's sacking us up. I'm like, oh, God. Well, you know, Tim, uh, and we've talked about it here yeah. before. Maddox told me, well, I can tell you exactly when it was. It was, it was 2005. He says, one of these days... You're going to be gonna addicted go, to it. You're going to go compete in one of these selfish tournaments and you're going to fall in love with it. Yeah. And we've done a little bit when the... Mercury would pay for it, CV would pay yeah. for it, whatever. And then you are hell bent on meat, but you well, are. Well, that's what I, that's what we did. Yeah. That's what I grew up doing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you weren't getting paid for a sailfish. It was something that ate a bait that could have paid catch you. Yeah, for you. Was, and they're pretty. I loved them. <laughs> they were. That's what they were. 
You, did, it, you didn't love them. You didn't love I them. Loved them for what they, they were. They were a pain in your ass. They, I listen, listen, they this, were, this but is, I loved them for what they were. Just don't bother me. This is what I got to say. All right, listen. Hear me out, okay? I love you guys. You know I do. He's trying to wrap this thing up. We're just I, out here shooting I got to wrap show. it up. I got to wrap it up. Because it, it, Justin's got to edit all, right, we'll all this. We'll come back and do it again. I got to edit. Listen, I, I, have, we'll I do have a time limit. I enjoyed right it here. with you guys. I, listen. We're, we're too old now. We don't listen. Listen. We're running out of time. Listen. We're running out of time. There's, fuck that, dude. All right, say cheese. Say cheese. Chippy, say cheese. Cheese. Perfect. All right. We've had a couple that have gone like three hours. So I know. I know. But listen. We're getting the new camera system in a couple of weeks. We're going to be going live. We can go as long as you freaking want. Okay. But until then, we got to cap it at two hours, which is where we're kind of at. Have we been two hours? Right? Are we two hours? Hour and a half. Oh, look, dude, we got we got forty five minutes right, to go. Then let me go to the bathroom. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, he's got to go. It's like a knee shrag, huh? All right, so Dennis is gone, so we can really talk some shit now. Yeah, let's talk. <laughs> yeah. We're on. No, but serious. I'm serious. It's the the community in. That's where it's at for me. I mean, the competitiveness is is important. The, the award ceremonies and all that shit, you can have all of it. I'm, yeah. I, even from day one. But yeah. I so love knowing that I'm competing against people like the two of you. And and when I first came up here, I heard about the Maddox. Dude, when I first got got up here, tournament fishing, no chance. I'm not like, tournament fishing. It's not what you do. You go yeah. catch something to eat or something to sell to pay your mortgage or whatever, you know. And then when I realized the community that was tournament fishing – that has brought relationships like these. Yeah. The value is uh, incomparable or uncomparable, whatever the proper ter- word is there. That's that's the real value of all this. Now, I yeah. still want to win. I want to beat you guys every time. Oh, 100%. No, every time. <laughs> but the real value, and maybe that's a, a flaw of mine because the, the mortgage is hard to pay and all the other yeah. shit that no, just I keeps growing and growing. But the real value to me life is, is life. the community, the people that I have – be, uh, that have become part of the life, right? Yeah. Of our lives. That's that's the real value. The financial end of it, there's people that go do that. And I don't think they live the lives we live. No. Right? No. We're going to live the lives that we live because we are who we are. And we're going we're gonna to be successful because we are successful and we put in a lot of effort at what we do, right? Right, exactly. But at the end of the day, watching what happened to Pat should humble us a lot. And there's been like, I've never gone to dinner with either one of you guys. Yeah. You know, yes, you call me, I Still call a great him. Connection, I call, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but, but at the same time, I think by connected by water, which it freaking is, and I ain't trying to blow smoke up his ass by no means. Yes. <laughs> there ain't no damn reason that I've been fishing against you and you for fucking 17 years and we haven't gone to dinner together. Or haven't come to my house for a cookout or gone to your house. There for is a, a reason. It's hard because life and kids and all that shit. We but, should. We absolutely should. Yeah, but you and know that's what I love about Matt White. You know what I mean? Dude, yeah. Matt White brings people yeah. together. Yeah. Listen. So, all right, I will tell you one thing. I hope I wasn't on there. I think I said the F word. It's all good. Just you just said me. the F word like freaking 17 times today. It's not a big deal. We're trying to explain to you. It's cool, man. Okay. So, all right, Danik. We're what, real. We're hey, real. Listen, I'm not a Pompano guy. I'm a Boynton guy. <laughs> we're real. But I love these guys. <laughs> when, when I first started tournament fishing, like, I, I, I don't know how long. 04. Was it 04? Mm-hmm. So, Second place to Jim Oliver in 04. That's right. That cocksucker. Sorry, Jim. By less than a pound. Yeah. 
And then I learned for those how to, you listening at home, then, that was cocksucker. And then I learned how to care for my fish, and I would have killed them that day. Anyway, so after that, we the fishmen's came in third and making time. And going into the next season. Oh, four? Yep. Dude, I, it's it's so bad. You want to know what I caught that day? I caught one Wahoo, one Blackfin off a of Triumph. He went south. He rolled the dice. Oh, three, we caught four. Well, we caught 14. You want to know where I fished? Right out front of the Hillsborough. Yeah, fall. I caught like three or four tunas and yeah. a Nemo bunch hole. of kings. Yep. Stinkhole. I call that my couch. Yeah. Anyway, so the next year going into that, <laughs> I get a call from Fishman and Gary McBride. He's like, hey, you know, we're leading into the series, you know. We're going to have a before the, because they were all fishing against each other at the time, and me. Like, we're going to have a barbecue. You want to come? To our barbecue? I'm like, see, oh, yeah. People man. hate me. They didn't invite me to this. Yeah, see? That's what see? I mean. Invite us. Hey. No, I'm kidding. Hey. I'm kidding. So from now on, we need to have a giant party before the season. I'm, I'm totally down Absolutely. Before which season, though? Because there's one of them more valuable than the others. What you got? Well, Does it matter? I'm saying, so have, we'll, we'll have Just get ready because uh-huh. I'm going to call you both to come to my house. My okay. house isn't nothing fancy. You're not going to Arrigo Dodge Land. You're coming to the, the little shit shack that I got, and we're going to cook some ribs and some right, chicken and hang out. I'm and in. you're coming too. I'm in. What you got? And you're coming too. Oh, thank you. I was going to ask if I could come too. Well, for that invite, I was going to say we got Jim Rebuck with and you're Rebuck gonna, oh, Reaper. Yep. We have him do oh. a barbecue here, and we can have all the guys come here and have I it. I love Jimmy. That's a good idea. Whether it's here or there, Jimmy that's will a, be with us. That's a Matt that's, White connection, though, right? I mean, dude, he connected me with him. Yep. Again. So. Again. Saltwater connection. Yeah. Listen, saltwater connection. Yes. No, connected by water. Connected by know, water. Saltwater better. Listen. So, so it looks like it looks like the weekend of October eighth, 9th, tenth. I'm in. It what is are we doing? When we're going to do our first social here? Oh, nice. At the studio. Okay. So, are we going to do live podcasting at the same time? Um. Yeah, we could do that. Um. Jim Ruback will be here. Um. The best barbecuer in the world. I have selfish practice on October 9th. Sorry. All right. Well, you know what? You can, after practice It'll be is over, you can swing by. Wow. We'll fish in the morning. days he's talking about. That's what right. day is that? So, uh, F- uh, Pig Reaper, right, is Jim Ruback. Mm-hmm. So, he's going to be here grilling. Uh, you guys have all yeah, had whatever. We're going to have coolers full of ice, which you can bring your own beer and put in there. Right? I like that. And we are like going to have that. a tailgate party right out front of here just because. Right? I and like that's it. it. Listen, I don't need to sell a damn thing here. I'm not trying to do it for that. I just want to get my friends together. That's why we do it. It's because it's connected by water. That's what we do. I like All it. Right. I, like I love it. it. Everyone's welcome to come. Cool. Yeah. yeah. Publicized. So now it's got to happen. No, it's happening. <laughs> it's happening. I, you know what? And this is why I did that. So just to commit myself to the date. So we've been that's talking about doing this for a long time. To... What was the date on it? Because you said. 8, 9th, 10th, October. Yeah, somewhere. Probably yeah. the 9th. But you got self practice in the morning. Yeah, so it's be gonna be that it. afternoon. Yeah. It's not gonna be Perfect. in the morning. Yeah. yeah, Matt White is a guy. Can't catch sales yeah. all day, Skippy. They're gonna stop at like okay. six, <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah, you. They're gonna stop about twelve. Yeah, the new twenty. It's so like it's twelve thirty bridge. Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Catch twelve I'll be right twelve. Oh, you want to talk about the OCD? You've been trying to fit that. Yeah, well, in no, there. I have just because of the connection. Matt, giant family somehow mm-hmm. finds time to 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 bring people together on mm-hmm. a regular basis. Uh, yeah, I see to it. cook out of his house on Saturday. Man. Again, okay. again, them sons of bitches hate me because I've never gotten invited to one of those either. But I, would, I, would but I get to bad. witness some. I group. can't say that I, I've got invited, but I can never make it. Listen, mm-hmm. see, see. I went to high school with Matt. You're coming We're buddies, <laughs> right? I wrapped his damn boat. 
Dude, right? I'm so. And, yeah, whoever. Well, I didn't get an invite. It's cool. There you go. I'm so oh, antisocial. I started a certifiable shit show right now. A little now. bit. Yep. A little bit. It's all I'm good. I'm so antisocial. Where's They're the like, canopy? Can I pop the canopy? I used to be in his fantasy Jack? football league, but not anymore. I don't know why. No, I never did that either. But no, it's hard for me to get around it's people all like good. that. It's all good. So listen. All right. This is a we show. We still haven't talked about This is a show. We, we only have about, Come on. We skip. only have a, about 45 minutes to go, so. Oh, yeah. Jesus Christ. Skip, 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 <laughs> skip. We got to talk oh, about Skip's sister's tournament. Out, we don't talk out, about that. Out. Yes. Ohana. Yes. All right. So the Ohana Sati Classic, it was a great success. I think she had 31 boats, which I'm happy for that for her first, first year. year. Phenomenal. Stephanie Schmidt is the tournament director. Yep. And, uh, no, it was good. Um, the boat. Stephanie uh, Dana Schmidt. Yep, Stephanie Dage, but um, the bootlegger won. Mm-hmm. Really? They really? Had a, they had a 40. They had a nice pack. They had a 47, a 41, and a 37. Strong. But they ran all the way to Canaveral. Oh, dear God. Oh, oh my God. Where? Again. Well, they ran to Canaveral. And Where's came, it end? And came back to Fort Pierce and caught some fish there. What were the boundaries on that term? Uh, there's, no, there's no north-south, only offshore. I think my buddy uh, Shannon was Miss Michelle that had uh, some fish. That's exactly who I was talking about. They had a 41, 40. They had a fish that was, they, they came in third place. They're, they're, they're getting aggressive. Yeah, yeah. Very good. Oh, no yeah. doubt. No doubt. They're, they're getting and aggressive. Here's, here's, the, here's a connection there. The, I think the kid's kind of sort of running the show. He's yeah. making a lot of the decisions, yeah. which is a world I lived in a long time ago. Right here. Yeah. Which, yeah. dude, it's a tricky world to have mm-hmm. your dad on the boat and be – Making the decisions is that's one le- extra layer that down the road will add to his success. Once you you've tackled the fact that you know, we've all fished on boats where there's multiple captains on the boat and, and, and you got to take take the reins. Well, add to that the guy that beat you when you were younger and now you're physically bigger than him and he can't, but he's still <laughs> your dad and still the man. But you've got to. Make the decisions, take the reins, right? The it's, you yeah. have to get past that wall and yeah. be able to. Yeah. That's going to add to his abilities. Yeah. And I've talked to him a little bit, and he makes some some good decisions and his see and sees and does some things that that you know you're sitting there listening to him. And, yeah, this guy's this kid's got it. Yeah. Yeah. They're, they're getting have good. Have you seen the rod racks that the Will's making? Yeah, they're awesome. Yeah, yeah. No Slayer, doubt. I think it's called Slayer racks. That's uh, Miss Michelle, the son of the sure, show. Yeah. Yeah, It'll hold near enough though. No, I'm just for what I'm doing. Start for what he wants to do, though, for sure. Repeat that. It's, uh, it's, I believe it's called Slayer Racks. So the son of Miss Michelle, Shannon's son, Will, he mm-hmm. makes these custom rod racks that hold your rods. They're all made out of wood. He stains them and everything. Puts the they look good. They're pretty. They're pretty. Yeah, yeah they're beautiful. Yeah. Nice. And what we do? What we have it? I mean, tournaments, whatever. We're it's stretched out. But the biggest heartbreak I think that has happened in recent history in tournament fishing was up there in the Mid Atlantic 500. A dude strokes oh. a 958. Oh, man. Yeah, 958. Right. Oh, my God. Scales. Thank and you my for buddy, bringing John that Duffy up. Duffy catches an 1135. I totally yep. forgot about that. Thank you dude, for bringing that up. 958. So listen dock. to this, Art. Dude, I would have been so blasted. I wouldn't have got up next day. When I first started sail fishing tournaments, oh. it was me and Duffy together by ourselves really? in my dusky. Duffy really? was Duffy. Johnny no, no. Duffy. Okay, okay, different. Okay. Same Duffy. Well, no, I know North Carolina Duffy, too. Oh. The one yeah. that caught the 1135. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Me and him would go fishing in the Derby by ourselves in the Fort Lauderdale Billfish Tournament by ourselves in 1999, 2000, yep. just me and Duffy. Yeah, that's awesome. With five dozen goggle eyes and, and just go. If you'd have known then what you know now. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Uh, 
I remember the Dusky commercial with the, with that oh, my yeah. Dusky ear. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. was me and Duffy. Uh, that's awesome. That was me and John Duffy. Got eleven thirty five. Crazy. Dude, have him believe Dude, there was a six six and change call day before the nine. How do you lose with a nine fifty eight? How do you lose with a six hundred and change know, and then a nine fifty eight? Oh, then, oh my god! How so, cool was that? So the Southern Run guys are up there. They said there are so many giant blue marlin. These guys are seeing offshore right now. They said it's crazy. Crazy. Like crazy. That's, that's a species that is definitely on the rise. I mean, the numbers we're it's seeing on the rise. everywhere. It's on the rise for sure. Seeing them out here. Seeing them at the time yeah. I spent oh, in the Bahamas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The numbers we're seeing are are strikingly higher than thank you traditional if numbers. You anywhere. spend some time and put some bonitas in the water out here, and it, it, you especially up that ledge, you will get eaten well, the problem alive. Is the you know, I, shark. Look, that's chip, how you used to do chip, it. The shark chip. I believe that for sure. Because, like yeah. people discount the marlin fishery out here. You know that commercial guy, the refrat? There's a boat called the refrat up there, Jupiter. He hooked two the day before the tournament. The day before you got third in the tournament, he hooked two on the bandit. There was a boat that hooked one in the tournament up there. Oh, was was it? Was it Mr. Michelle? Was it? uh, It was skin skin deep. Not skin deep. Um, Was that yellow? Skinny fishing team. Skinny skinny fishing team. It was a nice fishing. They fought it for a while. Yeah. Yeah. I had had a 300 pounder swim boat a couple days ago. There are, here. there are there are blue oh, marlin three thousand feet there from the studio. No fences. No, no. they just swim around. No, I mean, three thousand feet from the studio. There's blue marlin I've out there. I'm telling you, out of the kites out here. That's unbelievable. And screwed up a few of them out of the kites out here. <laughs> <laughs> Greatest story ever. Uh, Jason Dean was on the boat. Doug Kinnear, an old name from one of the great Pompano fishermen here locally, was on the boat. Tim Maddox's boat, fishing him. May afternoon bite, catching the tunas and whatever, all blue marlin explodes on one of the kite baits. Tim, giant cigar, tight. Greyhound, and Jason says it's 400 plus Greyhound in the way. <laughs> ash. <laughs> no. On the line? No Tim Maddox, on the cigar, line? ash on the line, gone. Oh. Ah. Never Come on. With that one. one of the greatest that's ever done it. One of the greatest. And, and it's close. Like, so listen to this. That's funny. Yeah. Like, Louis done it longer, but I put Tim really, really close Dude, with the things yeah. he's done. Artie. I'm telling you. He's who made me want to be great in Pompano. Well, Tim Timmy, Timmy had listen. that stretch for listen a long time. You listened You listened to the episode when Tim came up. Right? I did, of course. Right? I listened to them all. I love them. I had a heart-to-heart with him. Before the episode started, I said, Tim, are there any th- is anything out of bounds? You got to let me know now. <laughs> and he goes like this to me. He goes... D, we're good. I said, you sure? He goes, we're good. Right. And, then, and then where'd he go? No, no, no. So I asked him point blank. I, I talked I talked to him about a lot of things, right, about what happened to him. You know Listen, he's he, got his character flaws. Yeah, right? Phenomenal human no, being. No, but I, I, I wanted to really kind of go on, like, to, to the incident and everything like that and how that affected him because you got to really look at that with Tim and, and just understand that he was on a path to become like he is legendary but he was going down a path to become legendary and that really affected his life and to he had to really step back a lot a lot right i, and, think, I mean he had to he didn't even have a choice right because yeah. that, that really i mean physically yeah that, physically that and mentally and, and psychologically and whatever and things beyond psychologically that were just deep cerebral so, cerebrally right? 150%. he got he got mentally beat before that like i said when i first moved to pompano i wasn't into the tournament thing at all and then i watched what tim was doing and saw what his brother was doing and, and, and some of the guys and i was exposed to chip at that point 
back 99, 2000. And, and then it was, he won, he, he won like his second or third Miami billfish tournament, an event that, that eluded me. And again, I wasn't doing it then, but whatever. And shortly after that, I had a conversation with him. He said, man, the guys down there in Miami, are, they know that area and they're doing things. They're hard to beat. Wait a minute. I can't hear that from you. That that can't from come Tim? from you. Yeah. When did he say this? This this is quite a ways back. This is probably long time. Oh four oh five. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I hear that that can't come from you. No, that because that's not where I'm going. I'm not going where I don't care where I go. The the skill set that I've developed over these years has got to be able to beat these people in their backyard. I can't hear that from him. And I think just you know post having just won the Miami Billfish again. So this this would have been. This was 03 for sure. I know for sure because that was the year that I fished with uh, the the Walker family when when uh, Chuck Walker's wife won the Heidi yeah Heidi won the the there's a, the three series thing the Lauderdale Billfish Miami Billfish Pompano Rodeo yeah, yeah. Crown. and he won the Miami Billfish that year 03 <laughs> the Triple Crown yeah and it was like yeah. 04 05 he says he won the Triple Crown two or three times well he won it a bunch he won yeah. it like three or four times yeah he he did he won it a bunch but. But and then having heard that from him, something happened that and, – and in post that, he went down there to Key West and smoked ass. Yep. But, After that, yeah, he won almost a yes. million dollars down there. Huh? Yeah, so that was that, – it was a hard thing for me to hear. So, again, the mental then frailties – broke the record. Yeah. And but, then it got broken, then he went down to break it again. Yeah, the mental frailties of human beings is, is very interesting that he could go to Key West and know that he was going to win but was afraid to go to Miami – where, hey, listen, you know as well as I do. I don't I, think he I, was I'm, afraid. I'm a damn good sail fisherman, and you're a damn good sail fisherman. Miami's hard. Miami's freaking hard, bro. Yeah, I want to say fucking, and I'll say it. It's fucking hard. Oh, when yeah. I won that Doers Cup against Louie, I for the last yep. 35 minutes, I never let that man get north of me. Yep, yep. I wouldn't do it. It was a tactical decision. It was a good one. I had to. I, yep. I, I mean, I fished with Neil down there for, for five, four years. Yep. And he taught me a lot. And I fished with Ray down there. He just, you get in Miami, it's a whole nother world, man. It's I mean, a lot it's of structure whole, fishing. It's tough. It's a lot of structure fishing. Yep. Everything's spread out. And, and you know, we, we don't fish down there every day. We don't it's understand. A we don't understand the tides. So I mean, yes, we all understand tides, but we don't understand the way that their tides affect their reefs and affect their wrecks. We have to be shelf is completely it's, different it's down crazy. there. Yeah. It's different. Everything's different it's, down there, but I love it down there. I've well, never felt. You're talking about an area that transitions down to the Keys. That, right? It is. It's a blend. Right. No so, so it's kind of a blended area. Yeah. So, so it is a little bit of a trick. Well, right and, here. and the Keys is my comfort zone. That's. That's really where I yeah, developed but, a lot of what I do. Yeah, but when you get down to the keys, the situation is resolved at that point. Yeah. Right? So so you're like, it is what it is. So you're down there in that situation when you're up here in this situation. But when you're in Miami, it's kind of like you're fluctuating between the two aspects. I love Miami. Miami's good, man. Because like you I said, it's a different demon. They'll, you know, you got your spread out. They'll drop in it. You got to pick it that's up. That's human going. being it's difference. Like it's, it, that's a human being when difference. We won the World when you're when Tim won of, the World Championship. Going, championship. So it, there's a little bit of a They fight harder down there. I think it was $565,000. He beat me by the daily on day two by 11 minutes. I show up with six flags flying he looks at me he goes you caught six i go yeah i caught six why i you caught six he's like yeah what time did you get your sixth one i'm like i don't know i go i gotta go through the cards to find that whatever we'll figure it out he beat me he beat me by 11 minutes for time uh, uh, for uh, for 180 grand 
They took us out on this. This was in 06. They took us out on this boat called the Spanglish. It was a, it was a Spencer yeah. boat. Yeah. And uh, they had a money counting machine like a bank. Tim, Tim Maddox walked off of there with a hundred and I think a hundred or five hundred and sixty-five. I walked off with one hundred and forty-eight thousand. He walked out with a, with five hundred and sixty-five thousand dollars cash that day. <laughs> and it, and his little sweatshirt shit. And I'm like, this is um like. I I'm, I see him smoking a cigar. Going, <laughs> uh, yeah. Walking out. Oh, I trust me. The next day, Zidar was furious. He didn't get enough money. He's like, I'm never fishing with him again. <laughs> Listen. You, but you know the stress of having your own boat and doing yeah. all that, dude. Whatever he took, he needed. He gambled it all. Yeah, he gambled dude, exactly. everything he had. It took a month, yeah. exactly, a month yeah. out of his existence yeah. to go Listen. down there and be the best. Listen, yeah. it's my job to loop all this shit together, right? Do it, brother. Do it. Okay. So we started talking off. There started off talking about Pat, right? Great, great legend. Brother. We're talking about Tim Maddox here, too. Right? That's, that's How level, did he that's, get brought up? What the hell? He's still one of the hey, you're no, 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 no. Back we're, up, back today, up real quick. Today is the day of legends, no, no, right? No. For sure. Modern legends. I don't want to cut you off for a second, but back to the COVID thing. Okay. I'm, Didn't I Tim Maddox have COVID, too? Listen, I wasn't a big vaccination guy. Okay. I don't want to get political like go, you no, said go, earlier. Go talk it's about not it. political. Talk about it. It shouldn't be political. It shouldn't be political. I got vaccinated. I was scared shitless. I waited forever till the final hour. I was against it. I don't know if it's right or if I don't know if it's wrong, and I don't care. I ended up doing it when I saw what was going on with Pat. Short term, it's the right thing to do. So, Listen, one of the reasons I got vaccinated is because he got COVID. Okay, right. that's why no, I got, so that's like, why oh, I got shit, that. Skip got so it. I go, to Tim's house. Like, I go to Tim's house three and a half weeks ago, maybe a month ago. And I'm like, Tim, you got to get vaccinated because I'm just me. You know, yeah. I'm like, I got vaccinated. Let's everybody get vaccinated. <laughs> right? So I'm like, Tim, get vaccinated. Oh, F you, Chippy. I ain't getting vaccinated. I survived carbon monoxide. <laughs> I'm like, Tim, you got to get vaccinated. Two, whatever. A, a week later, actually, the next morning, I texted him, Tim, you got to get the shot. My other friend isn't doing well, this, that, and the other. Pat isn't doing well. So, three, four days later, he goes fishing with Jeremy Cannon, and he gets COVID. Timmy did? Yeah. Yeah. And when I tell you he got COVID, I he got COVID. So, I've been, t- I was texting him. So, so then I'm like, are you okay? He's like, I just, I goes, Chip, I can't breathe, this, that, and the other. Next thing I know, I let a day or two go by without communication, and Ryan from Real Synergy uh, calls me. He's like, hey, man, have you talked to Tim Bell? I said, no, why? He goes, he was in the hospital yesterday. Oh, fuck. So I call him. I'm like, Timmy, what's up? So I go, what's up? He's like, Chippy, he goes, my head hurts so bad. I'm coughing so bad. I can't breathe. He goes, I felt like my lungs collapsed. I had to go. So this was like two weeks ago, and... uh, they did a checks X-ray. He he he's his oxygen was enough for let to to let him leave. So he goes home and he's he just I, I talk to him every day, just not every day, but maybe every three days. And he's like, dude, it's so miserable. He goes, I I can't get rid of this headache. I can't breathe. It's like as as worse as you can not. Now meanwhile, I had begged him to get the shot. He could have had the shot. Right. <laughs> so listen to this. So kind of fizzled out. You know, I kind of just talked to him a couple times. He's like, "Man, I just can't get rid of this headache, and I can't, you know, I just, you know, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm coming out of my mouth and the other end, and this and the other." So I didn't hear from him for like 
four days, five days, maybe seven days. Did you say it's coming out of his mouth? Yeah. <laughs> he didn't say that. So listen to this. So he calls me on. Yeah. I want to make sure I was the only one that heard it. He calls that. me yesterday at 11 o'clock in the afternoon. I was going to let us fly, but thanks, Listen, so calls me at 11 o'clock in the afternoon. I'm like, yo. He's like, I go, are you alive? He's like, yeah, I'm alive. I said, uh, uh, what happened? He goes, Chippy. He goes, Saturday night, I was I, I, I had been on my couch for 17 days. Oh. The 18th day, I finally walk upstairs to go to bed. Saturday or Friday night, it was Friday night. I got upstairs, I go to bed three o'clock in the morning. I feel like like my stomach hurts. I'm sick. I go downstairs. I go in the bathroom. I start going one way. I got to go the other way. And all of a sudden, now Chip he goes, I'm two and a half weeks in. I can't breathe at all. Like a light switch. He goes, like a light switch. I can't breathe at all. Oh, my God. I called Giselle. She's like, I'm screaming for Giselle. Just call 911. I'm dying now. She gets downstairs. This is the exact phone call that, that I have. And he goes, she gets downstairs. I'm crying like a baby to her. I'm going to leave you. Tell him, Goose, I love him so much. Oh my I'm God. not going to make it. I'm not going to make it. Paramedics comes in the front door with the stretcher. Vitals change. Everything's changed. He's okay. <laughs> they hook his finger up. They hook his things up to his chest. They got the stretcher ready to take him out of the, out of his house. He lives. <laughs> 10 o'clock in the morning, the same thing happens again. Chris Sidar comes over, gives him something or whatever, and calms him down. And then he called me on, that was on sun, Saturday. On, on Monday, he called me. Or, yeah, today's Wednesday. So yesterday, he called me, and he's like, Chip, I ate breakfast. I ate breakfast yesterday. I feel fine. He goes, I'm a little worried that it's going to come back again, but I feel like it's gone. He goes, but I'll tell you one thing. All I thought about was you asking me to get vaccinated. And all I thought about is if I could just cut this shit in half, I would have done anything in the world to cut it in half. He's good now, though. He got the whatever the antibodies now. Well, Who knows? I, mean, I don't know. I don't mean to be the same. Yeah. I don't mean to be a preacher. Listen, 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 listen. It's a strange time. It's a strange time. It's it not political. political at all, dude. Political. Let me it's ask you this. I mean, let me let me just wrap that up like this. Like that was his exact if anybody, story. If anybody thinks, and scientists or not, if anybody thinks they have this COVID thing figured out, they're out to lunch. You're a freaking idiot. Short term, there's no a, doubt. The dude, it's a fluid good. situation. I'm a little worried about long term. Oh, yeah. We're right at that breaking point. Short term, there's no doubt. Medicine's good. We'll see what happens long term. I ain't giving it to my 11 year old daughter. Listen, I got some good questions. Hold on. Yeah, all right. We'll do questions in a second. Oh, I want, shit. I, I thought about I want to support chips here. Right. This is from a very good friend of mine, right? Who, who works within the industry. I'm not going to name names. Right. I talked to him. He goes, hey, Bubba. I'm recovering from COVID, so not going to make ICAST. It's been a bitch. So-and-so said you are welcome to stay in my hotel room if you want. I'm obviously out of commission. Getting better, though, it just zonked me. Oh, my God. So sorry, man. That's what I said to him. Right? It's all good. Should have gotten the vax. You were vaccinated and still got it? He goes, nope. Lesson learned. Right? And I want everyone to really hear those two words. Lesson learned. No, no, you, you look at Tim Maddox. He 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 wants to freaking. He's like a he's like a like a church preacher at, at Baptist Church in in South Louisiana right now. As far as vaccinations yeah. go, you should. Lesson talk to learned. Him. All right, Chris. Let me you ask me who's. 
the three of us as fishing idols. This is going three hours. Sorry. Oh, oh God. Yeah, it's, it's all right. No, so, God, no. The fishing idols is oh, a good God. question. That's a great question. Fishing idols is a good question. That got asked last week. This is good. This is good. Fishing idols is a great question. Who's starting this one? Because did you Go. listen to oh, We haven't posted last week. Wait, for me, personally, Tom Green. <laughs> I'm not hearing you. I had two. Tom, Tom Green. Tom Green, that's your fishing item. Why? So when I was a kid. Um, we all know why, but why? I don't know. He showed me how to tie knots and do this. He took me fishing, did other stuff. Uh, Tom Green was for me. So Tom Green to me is another reason why Pompano's is the mecca of all fishing. Yes. And he's one of the reasons why. I I tell you my answers to the question last week. Oh, this when is it was asked. Your, how did I get on your fucking thing? I tied you. Oh, okay. Oh God. It's you guys called, may hey. It's called technology. <laughs> you guys may agree with this or agree or disagree with this, but my answer for last week, right? Um, I ha I have two of them. What one one um past legend and one um modern legend, right? And no offense to anyone at this table, because you all you all are great, right? Um, but I put um, Skip Smith as one of my th that I that I looked up to. Um, He's awesome. Grown up my entire life, um, just looked up to him as just, just Skip Smith to me in in Pompano in Fort Lauderdale. This area was just the pinnacle of like who you would look up to as being the great one in the area and and around. Um, and you guys at this table certainly are. Um, taking that reins, um, you know, art, you do things that amaze me. Um, you really do. No, you do. Me Shut too. Up. Stop. Don't give me that look. Me too. You do things that amaze me. You don't, I mean, listen, we're all fishermen. All right. Come on. Stop. Stop. stop, stop. stop. Hey, come on. I'll, 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 I'll take you back a little bit. Yeah, please so, do. Do you remember this? Me, you, and Bobby Boyle, and maybe someone else went fishing one day. We went sail fishing, yeah. I, I don't know yeah, how yeah, that, yeah, I, I don't know how yeah, it happened. I do, right? I do, I do, I do, I do. Yep, I got so it. So we're out there fishing. We put the sea anchor out. Where we're doing? Northwest wind. I remember it now. We're we put the lights up, and uh, Emmy goes up, and like it was a, it wasn't much. It was a millisecond. Art goes. It was like the, like the there, T H E. He had the T H E out before I saw the. There he is. He saw it that much more before I saw it. Like, ooh, that's never happened before, you know? And it was, it was, this is how the day went, you know? Yeah. It's a millisecond before. Left middle, what was that thing? I remember the day now. Was it a tiger shark or something like that? No. I, I, I'm still not sure. We said, we came to the conclusion it was a blue marlin. Oh, yes. But, My bad. But it may have been a manta ray. I don't know. No, but it, it was, was a blue marlin. I think it was. I don't know. But I remember the day very well now. Yeah. Thank you, Carlene. I don't know what but, episode. But for, for me personally, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like I don't know. It's like as you come up through the ranks, where you go from the the minor leagues, you get up, 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 up. That's the first time ever that somebody saw something before I saw it. Really, it might have been that much before. Yeah. But, well, that's kind of what I meant. Like, listen, I but, mean no disrespect to anyone like, at this I was table. Like, Whoa, that's never happened before, you know? Yeah, that's yeah. what I'm saying. I don't mean any disrespect to anybody because you guys. I, I, I forgot. Um, for me personally, the one person that I always like idolized, emulated was Bouncer. Yeah, that's that was another one that kept brought up last and week. Too. I got to yeah. go fish with him before he retired, so yeah. it was amazing. Yeah, that's awesome. And yeah. it was like, and it was I'm like trying to get Bouncer on the show. And We're I was working like, on it, but and, and we got he's up in Georgia now. We so. got the full 
He moved to Georgia? He's yeah. in Georgia now, yeah. So we, he's we got, gonna come on the show, but we're just trying to figure out a way to make that happen. We got yeah. the full charter experience. I'm like, I was I'm supposed like, to have a charter on Wednesday. The guy canceled. He's who named Bouncer Smith. Really? Yes. The guy named him Bouncer Smith. Oh. No shit. I go, get the hell out of here. He's like, no, he goes, call Bouncer and ask him. He's the one that gave me your number to call to go to book you to go on a charter. He <laughs> goes, I named him Bouncer Smith. What the hell did he do? Was he what what? We'll talk about it after the that's, podcast. That's a whole. Right. That might be a whole different podcast. But anyway, I'm doing that to bounce. So I called. It was me, um, Curtis Fishman, and Rhett, my buddy Rhett. And I said, oh, I, I called Bouncer, and I said, I said, I want to book you before you retire. He's like, Oh, you know, you don't have to book me. We'll go fishing. I'm like, Bouncer, I want to fucking book you to go on a charter. Before you retire. All right, you have uh, July 12th, whatever it is. Put in my book. Guys, we're going fishing. It's funny. That's my son's birthday. And, it, and, and I don't know what day it was. And we went down there. It's funny you said and that. there was no more going out there and catching bait. We went to the, the bait guy and we loaded up some pilchards and whatever <laughs> it was. And I'm like, no gogs. He's like, no gogs. <laughs> <laughs> so it was like for me as a charter guy, it was it was the charter trip. We were going like 10, 15 miles an hour to the south, just south of the uh, outfall off of uh, Miami. Stopped, put them out like 100 feet. And outside of us, I could see there's an edge in like 130, perfect blue water. <laughs> and I'm like, and everybody's going, I'm like, just shut nope. it down. And uh, Robbie, his mate, he's like, just let it go, dude. <laughs> so we put out two flat lines, one kite with two baits, and we caught nothing for like the first, I don't know, whatever it was. And we got close to the outfall, and the whole time, um, Bouncer's like, in. Bouncer, no, he's offshore, to this edge. He's telling stories and blah, blah, blah. <laughs> and you, guys need, you guys need to check that down line. And he's just like, the whole time and we finally get to the edge and we go like kingfish 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 you know yeah. Bonita. all right time to make a move <laughs> so we get to the south right and by then the water was like purple blue it was like perfect water and uh as a perfect charter captain would do we'd already birthed in like two of our hours and he's like, we don't want to bring that bait home with us, so you might as well start chumming with it, you know? So <laughs> we're fishing pilchers, and, like, then we hooked, like, two or three sailfish, and, and like, uh, tunas and all this other stuff, and it, w- it was a great trip. And uh, it was something that I will never, ever forget. So as far as, like, a like a idol bouncer would be one of my own. I was so cool because we're both um, members of the Lighthouse Point Fishing Club. It was a lot of, lot of fun. It, yeah. was, it was a lot of fun. Yeah. Well, I, I always love, we're both members of the Lighthouse Point Fishing Club. Yes. So I, it, it's always the best talk is when Bouncer comes in or came in yes. when, he, when he was living here. So it was always cool. Like everyone always came that night. You know, like like we have what, like eight meetings a year or something like uh-huh. that. And then, you know, you always have a different speaker like every night for the dinner. And, you know, on the nights when Bouncer came, it was packed house. Like nobody wanted to miss that. Yeah. I'm always a feeling when, hey, this guy can't make it. Can you talk? I'm like, yeah, whatever you want. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Who's your idol? Don't say to... Matt White. It's got to be a Boynton guy, right? <laughs> it's, it's definitely, definitely not, not Matt White. No? 
<laughs> it's hard to put that on there, you know. And I mean, we can't all say Louie. Well, no, no, I would not say Louie. Although he is a legend, by yeah, all means. Pers- this is a personal, yeah, legend, this is a personal answer, yes. though. Personal answer? A, no, personal answer. Like, when you, who was your idol growing up fishing? Who taught me the most? Nah, like, who did you always look up to? Who was that guy? Who did that you, when, when you When you, you heard his name, you're like, oh, that was Skip young, Smith. As a young age, I guess, I guess maybe Jose when I was really, really when young. Having, so it's my two. It's great. You, my two last week. I, I mentioned I was Skip very Smith and young, Jose. What happened? Were my two. Jose. Yeah, I mean that was what 88, mm-hmm. 89, 80, 87. Yep. But then everybody want to be Jose. I mean, he was everybody. fucking badass. Yeah. Dude. He had the coolest name of the boat, like and the then, whole thing, and then, like uh, Spanish flag. He was like, so good at cool underwear. It's fucking amazing. He was a persona. He was per- the personality. Yes. That was I would say Jose and Bounce. I mean, Bounce. Be on, we, bounce I ended up being one. fortunate enough to be close to Bounce, but. I mean, Tim's Tim's who took me under his wing and taught me. You know? So, so yeah, yeah. So when I was when I was it was two thousand and two, two thousand and one. He's like, I, I, listen to this. I snuck on his boat. He was living. He wasn't even living on the water. Who bouncer? No, no, no Tim. Yeah, twenty five contender. He just won that GMC truck for that SAA shit and or whatever it was. He used to have I wasn't around for that. Saltwaters, Saltwater Angler Association thing. He beat us on it, and I snuck in his driveway and went through his boat. Come on. He knows I did. <laughs> told him. Don't worry. So I went to high school. Um, I'm like, how is this guy catching this many? Caught- I, I went to high school with Danielle, his sister. I know right? Danielle well. Yeah. So, so I'm two years older than her, but whatever. My high school girlfriend, they were like good buddies, and we all hung out, right? And I remember when I was in high school and I was going to Gibbons, the first time I ever met Tim was I went over to their house, and I'm like, what, 17 years old. And I look up and I see this picture of Tim, this curly hair. When we did his episode, he actually he actually recovered that picture and we, we put it up on, on, on the episode. So That's if awesome. anyone wants to go back to that episode and see that picture, go back to that episode and see that picture. <laughs> but there was Tim with his big, fluffy, curly hair, just like Tim Jr. has right now. right? The biggest freaking tuna I ever saw in my life. It was like eight something. If I I said it, so it was like eight something to Tim, he goes, "Yeah, he ran off the number. He knew exactly how much it was, right?" So, and I look, up, I go to Danielle, I'm like, "Whoa, that's a big fish, right?" And he goes, "He's yeah, my brother caught." It. I'm like, "Your brother caught that?" And then just then, Timmy entered the room, right? And that was the first time that I met Tim Maddox. So that that could be no better introduction to meeting that kind of level. The guy was like seeing that picture, and then you just turn around, like, "Wow," you know? So yeah, Timmy. It's amazing the different worlds we grow up in because these guys kind of in this Pompano area was a fishing community. Mm -hmm. The Lauderdale community I grew up in, nothing was shared. Yeah, it was all hush-hush. Oh, yeah. Nothing, nothing, nothing at all. You never talked about any of it. Am I? I can't even hear myself right now, but. Why, are my chips too loud? No, no, I, no, no. Are we on? Are we on? So here's, here's the interesting thing about my existence was I... A chip on my shoulder. <laughs> there's, a, there's a guy named AJ... Well, it was. He's, I'm sure he's passed by now. AJ Orton had a houseboat and a 25-foot at the time was called a Southwester. Gold line kind of knocked the boat yeah. off and... Doesn't Fangler have one of them now? Parker is who it is now. Didn't Fangler, Fangler, Fangler have one? No, yeah. no, his is something down east or something. Down east, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's all a knockoff of what this thing was. This guy's a commercial fisherman, and in, in his houseboat, he and his wife, and this would tow that thing up and down the beach from Key West up through Canaveral and commercially fish and made a good living. And I got to witness that through my father, who was probably my idol. 
There you in, go. In reality. Who, whoa, 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 we're getting the deep stuff now. Yeah, whoa, what's going on? Whoa, 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 whoa. Time out. Somebody Shots. blow a whistle. Shots. Somebody blow a whistle. Shots. Come on, Brent. I had a good fortune. Go I had there. a good fortune. We were not wealthy, but the... Listen, let me... No, time out. All right. Yeah. I remember I'm fishing tournaments with Double Diamond. <laughs> no shots. With, with Gerard on Double joking. Diamond, right? So I'm fishing. This is probably about what? 2008, 2009, whatever like that, right? And we're always looking at He's like, I'm like, who are those two dudes wearing those straw hats? Right? He goes, oh, that was the sap. Those, that, that's Actually, the sap. Actually, that was Jason and my dad. Right? Uh, Jason and your dad? Yeah, I never wore a straw hat, but. Or whatever. But that was, that was your boat with no T-top. No, yeah. nothing like that, right? Yep. You guys are like. Here are all these big boats from whatever the T tops and sport fish and everything like that. And you the guys come in, you no guys come in like you guys coming in like winning job. all these tournaments. No T top, nothing like that. Oh my god. That's what I'm looking at. I'm looking at that boat and I'm out there and I'm just like those guys are mad. Really? They're like proving it like the hard way. No, it was that was that was that was for or function over form. The humble, the humble kicks in. That was, no, it, it worked. I mean, you saw, I, I, we fish these giant, we use these giant gaffs and the multiple kites and the wind and the drift. And there was a, there was a lot of reason behind that. And I grew up in a, in a Southwestern with no T-top. And then I saw the way, again, analytical, I saw the way it fished and how it presented better. The boat is a big portion of what you're doing, especially when you're on your side. And, and what it does to your presentation. Exactly. Yes. It's got a lot. The boat has a lot to do with when you're on your side. It's got a lot to do with the presentation yeah. of your baits. But so whatever. But but we're, you know, the, the question was who are the idols. And, and and I saw A.J. Orton as a commercial fisherman, as an idol. And and it was anybody that I saw that could make a living. And at the time, I didn't think about making a living. It was it was whatever. I still don't hardly. But but you are see that guy. Yeah, you somehow are. we're surviving, right? getting through it <laughs> we are we're surviving but yeah we're to gonna watch, make it all the way to there yeah so. <laughs> exactly to watch aj orton and to watch my dad do the things he did with his real life uh, that's that was the idols and then to turn and then to be able to what turn that into where you're running the boat and the dad's on the boat and that's still i, I still haven't gotten over that part see i would yet. dream for that if my no, dad could just me now i, I would love that i, I would listen, love that listen, i would love that that's, listen, that's unbelievable man, you want to talk about and that i think about pat price and his kid yes having listen, lost his dad at a point let's talk about dads for a second okay because i just lost my dad a couple yep. of weeks ago that's, okay and, and and i feel you with the idol thing yep. right no doubt about it yep. okay and one unique thing that a lot of people don't realize through the whole this pat situation is he lost his dad in early July. Yes. Yeah. He, like, I, he's a, I just, I look back at my last texts with him the other day, yesterday, actually. With, with your dad? No, with Pat. Oh. Yeah. And, because we were in the middle of designing his boat wrap, right? And we were just getting started on it. And, I mean, one of the last messages was, messages with him, it's like, I'll get you those measurements today. Um, I'm spreading the ashes for my dad today, so I'll get back to you on that, right? And, and we'll, we'll we'll get that going. And that was the last text I got from him because it was right shortly after that. Then he got, he got, he got COVID stretch. at his dad's funeral. And Did it, he really? That that's what's that's what I heard. So, or, or, <sighs> I mean, it's hard to say where you actually got it, but yeah. the assumption is that that's, true. Yeah, you know what I mean. But it's like 
and for for him to pass and what his family's going through, they just lost his father, brother. Sl- father Didn't slash his brother also pass? Yeah, and it's sister. It's 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 it's, it's 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 a tough thing losing your dad. Oh, okay. Uh-huh. It's it's a really tough thing losing your dad. How old's, it, how old's your dad are now? So I'm 47. He's 77 in a couple of days. Okay, My let me put it to you this way. Let me put it to you this way. Okay. Do you fish um, the at all or no? Nope. Nope. Never? Losing, losing your Never. dad. Losing Never your once? dad. Once. I have a mahi on the wall the day he fished with me. I have a I have a picture with my dad with a sailfish in my old Mako that I bought from Eddie Wheeler. That was his bait boat that I fished for years. Mm-hmm. Did you got second place in 2003? Yep. Oh, my favorite picture. He's a walking L- elephant, this guy. Listen. Mm-hmm. You remember listen. everything. Physically Guys, and mentally. <laughs> losing your dad is a it. sad thing. Horrible. But yes. it's also a weird thing. Yeah. It, it, it's a different feeling. Like everyone's experienced sadness during death. We're losing your father or losing. I haven't lost my mother yet. Um, there are certain people in this room that have. It's it's a weird feeling too. You know, it, it, it's not like. You know, you lost a close friend and you're sad as I'm never going to see that again. Like losing, losing that figure in your life is, is it's, you have strange thoughts too. Right. And and I'm not going to go into what they are, but it's, it's different. It's a different feeling. And, you know, if we're fortunate, we all get to go through it. Yeah. So exactly. So, so it's, um, it's, it's not like a normal thing, but I don't even know where I'm going with this, but you know, it's it's, a hardness. Yeah. It, Dennis, I know you're. It's fresh, but the reality is, you're fortunate to get to go through it. No doubt the about alternative, it. Alternative, no doubt about it. I listen. I I I was the one. Yeah. I'm the youngest of six, and I was the one that did my father's eulogy. Right. I had spent the most time with my dad towards the end because everyone else was not in town. I had already started writing his eulogy. The writing was on the wall. The guy was dying. I wanted to get ahead of the game. It's a typical freaking Dennis move, right? <laughs> When he died, it affected me in such a way that I had everything that I written, I threw in the garbage and I rewrote the whole damn thing because like I, it hit me in a way that I didn't expect, and I felt completely differently than I thought I would. And it, not in the not in the negative way either, you know. Okay. It, you know, it, it, it's a, it's That's a it's a weird thing, you know. I, I love my dad. Yeah, I think you're blessed because you had. That time, hundred percent. Yeah, my dad, hundred percent. You didn't drops. have that skip. I know you percent. Yeah, you didn't. You didn't get that. I know you didn't. Like it's tough. So you, you talk about last text or last call, and I it was on a. I remember it was on a Sunday because it was football, and uh, we're hanging out doing our thing, watching the Dolphins. And my dad calls me and he goes, "Hey, you know, I, I saw the sign that um, the trains are now running on biodiesel. Would that be like?" better cheaper for the drift boat i was like i don't know he's like okay talk to you tomorrow click i bet i know when that was yours wise too because and then i had to call at 4 30 in the morning from my stepmom that my dad was gone just drop boom done heartbreaker oh my god and it it happens it's part of life you know yeah yep. but i envy you because you had your time because you knew it was happening and just kind of like Oh, I'm not a pro- listen. A progression, you know? Anything that I say, I am not looking for sympathy. No, no, at no. All. Yeah, so I, I want to, but I want to make that clear. But, I, but in some ways, it's like, it's like repetitive. 
done. Yeah. It's over. Yeah. And you asked, you had to see your dad. Oh, I, I am very lucky. I, and I have, I've acknowledged that in a lot of ways. I'm extremely no, lucky the way everything you, but went you had, out. But you also had to see your dad progress. Yeah. That allowed, that allowed me to make some peace with some things. It was very hard to see him do that and go through that. He had a stroke two years before he died. And just to see my dad go out like that was tough. But yeah, the you, strongest you, you, human being in your existence is breaking down. That's Yeah, you, you try to tough, put the positive yeah. on it. You try to put the positive on yeah. it and, and during the time. You know, and I try, I really did try to make the best of it. You know what I mean? Listen, during that time, my, da- my dad, my dad was a man of God, like big time, not more than me, like big time. He was a deacon. Okay. So it's like, I had no choice in life, but to be, you know, somewhat of a man of God. Right. But in that last two years, I really tried to do him right, you know, and, and try to make him proud of, of how he raised his family. You know what I mean? Or like that. And, and during Good the process, during the process, I found my faith deeper than I ever had before in my life. You know what I mean? I'm, and, 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 and honestly, I'm proud gone, of that. I'm you, proud of that now. You, you kind of get more faith after he's yeah, gone. Yep. 100%. 100%, right? 100%, yeah. And so, so through that process, through that two years, right? No, and and I know you I know you look hey. at it differently, right? But through that process, like, you know, it, it allowed me to reflect on a lot of things and question a lot of things and how I was raised. You know, because listen, when your dad's a deacon, that ain't easy, man. No. That ain't that is not well, an easy way to, to to live up because you don't have a lot of choice about a lot uh-huh. of things, right? And, and it's not this this whole thing. So so it's like that's how I was raised, and I struggled with that my entire life, you know. And I made peace with that kind of towards the end with my dad and and, and my mom too, quite frankly, because she's pretty devout herself, extremely. Yeah. And um, you know, but at the end of the day, it really did nothing but strengthen my faith. You know, and, and listen, that's my path. I'm not saying that that has to be everybody else's path. That that's my path. If it okay. makes you better, hey, I was right. Yeah. I was I was Catholic too. So yeah, yeah, was good for y'all. <laughs> I'm still Catholic. Okay. I'm still Catholic. I'll always be Catholic. Now, that's the funny thing too. You brought up Jewfish earlier, yeah. and like it's a bad thing. I'm like, what the hell is no, wrong with that? that. You know if what they had a fish the Catholic fish, I'd be totally proud of that. Oh yeah. my god, I catch them every Don't day. Don't say it's like a bad thing. <laughs> if it's a fish. Yeah, Dennis, you, you play an organ right now with some uh, with some church music. I'll cry. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, fuck. I'm one of those assholes that can't do that. That's, art. That's, that's part of our. That's part of my brain. You know, uh, to bring up dads. All right, so I've had a couple. That's runs. one question. We got through one question. It's been. Oh like, yeah, the guy gets the T-shirt. Whoever the hell yeah, that was. That was fucking. Your who's last your, pod- who's your idol? And we end up talking about that our was, dads. Hey, that was Chris Lemieux. Yeah, it was Le- Lemieux. Was that Lemieux? Yeah. Did, did, I, I don't even know where any of my questions are. I, 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 I suspect his. He was my, my hero. Who's that? Lemieux. He won. <laughs> are we? No, we're not even doing any more questions, are we? Are we done? Uh-oh. We calling, calling Chris. Oh, One question and done. I don't even. What happened to my questions? Let's call. Let's call Ryan. <laughs> hey. Oh God. Listen. You're on the podcast. Yo, I'm on the podcast. You're on podcast so late. So because well, yeah, that's what we good. do. God damn it. That's what we do, Chris. <laughs> so listen, uh, just man, to, just to let you know that your friends. your legends question sent us for a loop. So yeah, ne- we next got time I see you, you get another legend, free T-shirt. The legend question screwed us all up, Chris. I didn't say a legend. I said, "Who's your fishing?" I, yeah, I, I don't. Exactly I don't think that. Yeah. It turned into legend, I guess. So anyway, in your mind. We appreciate that. Yeah, we question. never got past the first question. 
Yes, there's yeah, an Ingram I mean, Inlet that, Monster. I filmed for, it. You know, a bunch of legends themselves. Yeah, you get a free T-shirt. You're a legend too, Christopher. I don't know about that. Okay, bro. All right, so who can catch a big wahoo and then put out a fire? Yeah, right. <laughs> Just from you. Yeah. <laughs> Who can get a cat out of a tree and go catch an 80-pound wahoo? Hey, Chris, we just wanted to call you put you on the show to let you know we love you, bro. Love you, Chris. I like it. Yeah. Cool? Appreciate the call, boys. All right, man. We'll and, talk you're getting, to you. and you're getting a T-shirt. Yeah, and you get another free T-shirt. Yes. You just got a three of them already. <laughs> All right. We'll talk to you yeah, soon, buddy. All right, guys. Take right. care. Good night. Bye. All right. Good night. Good night. Oh, that's funny. That's funny as All shit. All right. Well, listen, we're gonna we're gonna we we're gonna have to wrap this up, guys. Why? Well, we can't wrap it up. Well, because we're gonna be we're here done. drinking all we're night done. anyway, we're done. right? Because it's because poor Justin. We got pizza in the way. Look at so. Justin's face. He's like, oh my god, the, like, what are you guys doing to me? Right. So when Art comes back, but he wasn't taking notes. Yeah, it's it's all good. He's got it. He's got it. He's a multi talented individual. And all, all I can think of is I can't wait for this new camera system to come in so we could do this live so I don't have to worry about it. Is it really going to be like live, live, live? Live, live. I like live, live. Live, live. So everything we say, um, shit balls live, and fucks live. will be live. Okay? I like it. Shit damn crap. Yeah, shit damn crap. So, Art, put your headphone on and They're sign on. off for us. Signing off. Yeah, we're going to sign, sign off. off. Your hero is not your amigo. <laughs> your hero is not your idol. <laughs> all right, so... um. But we are connected. It's your by ego. One. Just to loop it all together, I'm all right. With words. Let's just to loop this all together and make some sense of what we what we discussed today. Because to be honest with you, I know we rambled a lot about a lot of shit. We did. But I think this is actually one of the best podcasts we've ever done. No they shit. Yeah. You went deep then. You don't think so? They always are, dude. They're they fun. always are. They're they fun. always are. All right. Y- y'all do. A, you do. But job. today's podcast was. What's about gonna be? Today's Pat podcast. Price. Listen, listen. Just to reel it in. So. so Today's podcast was done in the memory of Patrick Price. Okay. Yes. Um, Pat, I hope that you think we did you right. Um, we did an Irish wake style for you today, right? And and to me, that that's how we roll in my family, at least. Um, and uh, you know, you know, we're gonna miss you, buddy. And um, we're gonna miss you. Okay. So um, the the connected by water community has lost uh, a valuable member. And uh, we'll never forget you. Um, I wish I had something cute and wise. Your, your, your ego is not your amigo. Okay, always do your best and uh, let let God do the rest. And um, don't ever forget that uh, no matter where you are, no matter what you're doing, that we're always um, connected by Pat. water. Help anybody you can like Pat would. That's yep. it. Because he'd help everybody. Yep. Take it easy. All right.